Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 26th of November 2020. This is The Gap, episode 544. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here, and it is getting hot in here, would you say? It's getting hot in here. I'll tell you what, it's fucking hot today. Uh, and I'm not about it. I'm not a fan. Um, right. I have a fan. Hopefully, mm. you can't hear it too much in the background, dear listener, but. Uh, I usually get rid of it. <laughs> it's. it's I imagine that that is going to become more and more of a challenge. As last week, I ran two noise filters over because <laughs> the first time I could still hear, I'm like, "Oh well, it's time for a second one. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's. Well, I mean, I've got one of those Vornado fucking beast fans. It's one of these fans mm. that you're supposed to like point at the at the opposite corner of right. the room. And it like circulates air, and like uh, yeah. because it's moving the air, the heat raises, and that sort of cools down the, the whole room. But right, uh, it's also an extremely powerful regular fan. And so what mm-hmm. I like to do is I point it at my fucking legs, and that's it. That's the entirety of my fan strategy, uh, because. Oh, yeah, it's just too fucking hot, man. It's mm. uh, yeah. I mean, I think I've. How, how's the consoles holding up? Uh, yeah, they're okay now, but man, yeah. like when when it starts to get to forty degree days, Australia is gonna see some like shutdowns. I already saw one shutdown. I think I mentioned it. Uh, one heat, what I believe is a heat related shutdown. Nobody seems to believe me that it could be a heat-related shutdown, but it was fucking hot on the day that it happened. I think it was like... So that weekend we had the other week where it was like 36 degrees Celsius. Right. And uh, and I'd been playing Destiny 2 for like eight hours straight. And it just shut down in the middle of a strike. Like the, the Xbox is like just full. Nothing. Like no warning, no anything. It just turned itself off. And uh, that was when I had it in what I thought was enough ventilation. Uh, I thought I had enough, like, space between the the mm. top of the thing. Cause it, it's basically built like a fucking, uh, like a, you know, those, you know, those fucking uh, fire starters, those coal fire starters you get, that, like, sort of chimneys uh like heat um right it's built like one of those and the the heat just fucking shoves out the top uh, i thought i had enough space i clearly did uh so i've since moved it to it literally sits on i i went onto like kmart and i bought two bedside tables and i uh I, i've got it sitting on one of those and Right. If the other one ever fucking arrives, why would they? Why would I, I bought two bedside tables, like two flat pack bed bedside tables? Only one yeah. of them showed up. I call up. I'm like, "Hey, I ordered two, and you only sent me one." And they're like, "Oh no, the other one's coming." I'm like, "Why didn't you send them together?" But more than that, it's been like two and a half weeks now since the last one showed up. I think they're yeah. like making the other one or something like oh fuck yeah we've run out of wood yeah (laughs) 
Ah, Christ. This guy, we didn't think, we only made one of these. Like, we didn't think anyone would buy two. two. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, if the other one ever shows up, then I'll put that one, put the PlayStation on that one. But for now, uh, it sits. Like, that's got plenty of ventilation. That's always had plenty of ventilation because it, it's so fucking big that I had to deconstruct my fucking shelving unit that it was setting yeah. on to actually fit it. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I've seen it I've seen it shut down to, due to heat once already, and it's definitely going to happen again. It is 100% going to happen again. There is absolutely no question. Uh, people are going to see it. People are going to see it happen. I mean, I've... You know, there was that Gamers Nexus, um, their heat breakdown, mm-hmm. um, and like everything they're saying makes a lot of sense. When they reach a hundred, um, a hundred and ten or whatever it was, um, the the ramp, like you know, they've got ample fucking cooling for the um, chipset, but the RAM, the memory is gonna heat like a motherfucker and there's not mm. much you can do about it take the side panels off if you've got a playstation 5 and you're worried uh apparently is is the solution and uh i suspect we will soon be seeing some uh, aftermarket um solutions for that as well i would like my uh lee and lee case mm. has these little like filters these magnetic filters they can slap on the, all the grill, all the uh, air venting situations to stop, yeah, like large dust from getting in. Um, obviously, tiny, tiny dust will still get in, but uh, it's also a static uh, situation, so it will attract a lot of that as well. And then you just rinse that out. I believe we'll start to see a lot of that for the Australian summers because, yeah, the PlayStation's going to overheat. And anyone who thinks the fucking Xbox can't do the same is out of their fucking minds. It will 100% do it. But like, even just like, you could always tell the PS5 was going to over, like, it's going to get too hot. Like when I, I've been like sharing clips from uh, Demon Souls and, mm. uh, you know, one of them didn't, I didn't feel was appropriate for Twitter because I called the, the old King Alan a cunt. And uh, I try not to use a C-bomb on Twitter too much because people get really mad at me. Um, so I, I try to restrict myself to the F-bomb uh, mm. where I can. And, uh, yeah, so I decided to just share that one on Streamable with, uh, on our Discord and because uh, it was captured via the trophy system, which yeah. is fucking amazing. I love that so much. But uh, it was You know captured- what I don't like about it? Go. Is the, the fact that, like... A quarter of the screen is taken up by those black bars. Yeah, (laughs) I'm okay with the trophy being there, but the the style of this like swooping Mm. semicircle on the bottom that is like half a black sort of screen, and it sort of cuts off the bottom part of it. And yeah, like it's not there the whole time, but it's there a significant amount of time. And you've usually got like things on the screen that are happening happening there, whether it's like a health bar or like inventory management or something. Yeah. It just seems to take up way too much that's needed. Um, like, do you need the black bar to be there at all, or can you just flick up like a little flick up the little trophy, have it spin around, do a dance, and then see you later, boys? 
Yeah. Uh, that like that would be a lot better. I, I 100% agree. I would prefer that. But the if the upside is it's also recording my... I, may, I had to turn it on mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, like share button. You have to go to the settings and turn on record my voice via my controller. And I recorded yep. something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but it looked frustrating. And, and I think uh, Dr. E3 Money was like, uh, how come you didn't have voice on for that one? And I'm like, I don't know how to turn it on. So after that, I yeah. specifically went and found out how to turn it on. And it actually records via the mic that's embedded in the DualSense controller as well. And yeah. So, yeah, I didn't uh, realize that at the time. And I didn't realize when it was going to cap. But, uh, yeah, it's just me uh, letting out a very satisfied C-bomb at having mm. killed a boss that wallops me repeatedly. Right. Uh, that was a pain in the dick of a, of a boss fight. I'm so glad does that I... S- Sorry, go. I was going to say, does it split the track so you can get rid of it if you don't want it there? I don't know. I I haven't yeah. looked into how deep it goes. But uh, right. yeah, that boss fight, uh, I don't know if you didn't get up to it, did you? Which one? Uh, Old King Allen, the second last boss fight. No. Yeah. Um, it's a cut of a fight. Uh, you would actually probably find it really easy because I think that outside of one attack, which is just a shitty fucking attack, uh, where he literally steals a level from you, hmm. like legit, just, and it kills it. It's a one-hit kill. Um it's I don't think it's I don't think it's telegraphed enough. Um but outside Does of he that steal it every time? What do you mean? Like he steals a level from you. Yeah. Do you die and then come back and he can steal another souls level for, from oh, you? Absolutely he can. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. Um <laughs> But outside of that attack in particular, he's actually pretty easy to like he, he's a He's almost a classic, like, one of the sword and board bosses that everyone fucking loves in Souls games. Like, he has pretty obvious wind-ups. Um, he, like, marches around, swipes. He's got a very, like, he's just got some really good tells. You can see a lot out of that boss that was taken. Like, this, he's the fucking, he's the summary of... Of Demon Souls packaged in one fucking boss boss fight because you can see so much, right? That that they took and they learned from, they iterated on, and then they made it into something phenomenal uh, later on with with other boss fights. Um, but in this particular instance, he also does this one really cunty thing, and that and that and that thing in particular, you're like, I wonder why we never saw that again. And that, that is the story of Demon Souls is, yeah. oh, yeah, I can see. I can see it, man. I can see how they arrived at Dark Souls. I wonder why we never fucking saw that fucking thing again, though. Because and- could you imagine, like, the, the, the entire game's premise is built around, uh, or, the, or the, the genre's premise is built around collecting souls or whatever you're collecting and leveling up. And if you get to a boss um, where it's taking that away from you, yeah. And the other thing about the game is 
learning from your mistakes. Like the purpose of the game is to die so you can learn your mistakes and get better. Yeah. And if that boss is literally just killing you and taking away levels, that kind of defeats the purpose of the game, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I believe when you die, when you return, you can pick all of those souls back up. So when you die to the soul thing and drops them, yeah, he drops them for you. So you can actually get the levels back, I think. Uh, but, uh, the flip side is the run to him. This, I, I was talking about this on Twitter. Um, like the other thing that I think they really learned in later souls games was to not like dramatically restrict your ability to just fucking piss bolt past shit yeah i eventually using some spectacular parkour and this is bear in mind i still hadn't leveled up my vitality uh mm-hmm. i got to 12 um which was enough for um i think I, I stopped at 12 because i started no longer being one hit by the skellies in shrine of storms uh, mm-hmm. But part of that also, like, as you, all your resistance go up as you level up in Souls games. So, like, I was also taking less damage just as, uh, like, your part of the fucking, up. yeah, exactly, part of the game. Because, uh, um, yeah, so they weren't necessarily linked, but I was able to live through a fucking uh, one hit from a skelly in 4-2 um, while in soul form. So I'm like, okay, so I can I, I can do this. Like I can, I don't desperately need to one-shot everything or be in yeah. human form to get through this fucking nightmare, which is 4.2, which can fuck itself forever. Um, which I think is, that's where the Reapers were. You go on that fucking outside. Did you ever get into the inside of that? Because it gets so much fucking worse. I can't remember. Um, I think you fucking I bailed did on that the, I got to the guy. Um, I ran past them and then got to the wall and there was that dude shooting the laser beam and I died because um, I was still running past those. I just ran past those two skeletons. Um, yep. Oh, yeah, the two yeah. gold ones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the, the laser guy. Yeah. He uh, hits you through a wall. He can hit you through a wall. It's a one-shot kill. Uh, he hit me through the floor at one point. Mm. They respawn until you kill the fucking Reaper, uh, which is right. top-notch. Uh, they've got... The range on that laser is disgusting. Uh, it's massive. And it has more width than it would appear. Uh, so, yeah, that was the worst shit I encountered in that game. Luckily... I probably would have quit if I'd gotten to the bottom and I died to that boss. But that boss yeah. is so hilariously simple that I actually genuinely thought I had to go look it up. I had to go look up mm. and see if I'd done something wrong. What it turned out to have happened was I was wearing the thief ring, uh, which lowers aggro range. I was wearing that because it allowed me to get in fucking lock-on range with the laser cunt so I could one-shot them. Um which was the only way I could fucking do it. When I was wearing, uh, I think I was wearing the cling ring and magic up. I couldn't one shot shot them without magic up. Um, but I could live through uh, an array of, of damage, uh, um, 
from the skellies if I was wearing the cling ring. But if I wore the thief ring, I could lure the skellies one at a time, black them, and then move on. And then I could get close enough to the laser dickwads right. to, to fuck them up. Uh, it turns out if you're wearing the thief ring in that boss fight, uh, he basically can't ever see you and he dies. Like, easy, easy peasy, easy clap. Like, stupid shit. Uh, but I had to go look it up uh, because I was like, uh, is this boss broken? Like, is this game broken? Like, I thought it was like uh, when I played Bloodborne and I had the memory leak. And like all of the move sets were broken, and like they didn't do any of this shit. I'm like, this is way too easy. I don't understand what's going on here. No, that's just the boss. That's how the boss is constructed. Um, so yeah, I beat him one shot. If I'd have to, if I had had to go through that area again, uh, I probably would have fucked up as well. I was on the fucking brink, man. I four two is just shit, and you can't run past most of that shit. Right, that's that's the mm. thing, right? Like you can't, I can't, I, I couldn't run it. past the fucking laser guys because they like as soon as I got close to them, you literally have to iframe roll through that fucking laser. That's the way to beat the laser is to iframe roll through it and then stab them to death. But you can't roll past them or sprint past them, so there's no way to fucking sprint to the boss fight from the fucking bonfire, which I think is such a fucking mistake uh, in that game. Like the inability, and it's something that. Dark Souls learned and, and you know they've they've really held to is the ability to just piss bolt onto the next boss fight. I guess Sekiro just fucking put a bonfire outside the boss fight. But like yeah, the ability that is actually a fucking core tenet of the Dark Souls series is that moment when you learn to just fucking run to the boss fight, to stop mm. fighting everything in between. That is such a huge, like, that's some fucking, like, casting off the fucking weighted clothing shit. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to fight for reals now. And, like, yeah. the uh, your ability to, you know, that fucking, that, I, that Silicon Valley saying, fail quickly, right? Fail faster, right? Like, your ability to fail faster, like, you are so much fa faster at failing. And so, as a result, you're so much quicker at learning what you need to learn to beat these bosses. And I think it really unleashed the ability for from to create bosses that were, like, complex and required proper learning. And, like, they, they could do attacks that were subtly different. Uh, like, one strike starts with, like a, an elbow upwards and one strike uh, is is the hands upwards first. And you're like, oh, okay, I know. Okay, hands upwards first, overhand, dodge left. Uh, hmm. Elbow out first, dodge backwards. Like that kind of shit. And that, they're such subtle fucking differences. But once you know them, that's some fucking expertise shit. That's like reading about fucking sword fights and book shit. Like, oh yeah, I'm fucking, I'm like, whatever his name is, that, that guy, I don't know. Fucking, I've forgotten his name. This metaphor was going really well until I forgot that guy's name. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, like, just, I don't know. I've, I've been playing through MG+. Plus. Uh, I'm probably not going to keep going. Uh, most of what was pushing me forward to play through MG+, Plus was uh, Kleb, uh, who reviewed it for, how oh, is it, like, it's Game a Norwegian site. Gamer, no, yeah. But, like, is, is it 
pronounce Gamba? No, I don't know. I don't know. Is, isn't N-O like the Norwegian? No. <laughs> no. No. Gamer, no. That's Scottish. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't Scottish. Fuck off it was. That was like Scandinavian as shit. Um, anyway, uh, he reviewed, and we were having a bit of a um, a tete, a tete, uh, a back and forth uh, over our achievements scores um, because he was talking shit. And uh, I believe, I think his game, like he needs to reinstall his game because an update failed or something. And so uh, I believe I've won <laughs> my version of, of, yeah, default. But uh, yeah, I was basically just going through and, and completing achievements. Like I did the one where you have to kill the, the dragon god boss with the fists of God, which you get just outside the, the room. Uh, which was quite the challenge because uh, you need 18 strength to wield them properly. And mm. I did not have that. I had, uh, I believe it's 12. I got everything to 12 by the end, uh, 12 baseline. And I think my int is at, no, 40. I think 40 is for six slots of magic. And my... Uh, magic itself is at 55 or something like that. Um, yeah, right. Full glass cannon shit. Like, full, if my magic doesn't work, I am dead. I am so yeah. fucking dead. Um, but, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. And uh, so, as I didn't have the 18 required and you can't two-hand a fist weapon, um, I was doing two damage every hit. And if I stay for more than one hit, uh, when it breathes out, it breathes fire. And so I would die. And so it was basically just me killing this fucking thing for about 15 minutes, just punching once and ducking out, punching once and ducking out and uh, ducking in and then realizing I'd, I'd taken too long on the duck in and ducking out again without having hit and stuff like that. Um, but I did it eventually, and I got an achievement, and that put me ahead of Kleb, and that's all that matters. And so I think I won our uh, our competition. But yeah, it was right. good. Um, our reviews went live last week. Uh, I know yeah. I said last week that I was going to give it an 8.5. I sent it through to my editor. I guess we were talking about this uh, based on Johnny Bravo's question the other week, right? Like... At what point is it my review or not? It's a on like the score based on the score. Yeah, like how much say do you have over it? And like, based on the site, usually it's a but it's like it's a fantastic example of it where the editor uh, Steve Farrelly read the review and he's like, I don't think this, I don't think it reads like an eight point five man. So uh, you can make it read more like an eight point five, or I think it, like if if. I had to pick a number. I would say it reads more like a 7.8. I'm like, that's how you think it reads, man. Let's do it. Um, because <laughs> as always, I will back the words until the fucking ends of the earth. Uh, and the mm. number is completely malleable. It's whatever yeah. whatever works for the site. Yeah. And every uh, site is different. And every site is different. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah. Wound up with a 7.8. I was the lowest scorer in the world for a, I don't know, 
13 hour period, I think, before your review yeah. went up. <laughs> yeah. And then, I gotcha. uh, and then Luke came swooping in with the 7.5. And yeah, everyone uh, was asleep though when yours went up. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. They had the, the rallying cry hadn't put it, been put out by the fucking dorks. Um, but yeah, as a result, uh, uh yeah you've been covered a bit of stick eh hilarious a little bit i haven't really read it yeah i've been Sorry. reading it because it amused the shit out of it. it's a good review though <laughs> well i <laughs> so i did i forgot there were comments on that um page until like two days later <laughs> when yeah. i went to it and um because i saw i think i saw steve wright talking about it on twitter and i was like oh yeah that's right like that review went up. That's weird. I haven't got any. No one said anything. And I went to the, the actual review and then saw the comments. And was like, oh yeah, that's. I mean, about as expected. Yeah. Um. And then I went onto my Twitter, and I started looking at, like, the Survivor Twitter account and the sort of things he was replying to in relation to that. Right. And I was tagged in some of them. I'm like. I didn't see any of this stuff. Like, what is going on? And Twitter had been like <laughs> not showing it on my timeline, basically, because oh, it does a good job you. of getting getting those like fucking. We just signed up for Twitter, Twitter like uh, recently, and we've only posted like a couple of hundred posts, but we're only following like three people or something yeah, like that. They're all and so and they haven't changed like their shit. image, and yeah. so yeah, that stuff just doesn't get sent to you. It looks like. Because I had a couple of posts that were just hidden from me. <laughs> so, good job, Twitter, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I was completely oblivious to all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just the usual clickbait stuff that was in there. Not not clickbait, but, like, people attempting to justify their purchase. Like, having no actual intellectual discussion. Yeah. Just, you know, you like, you're wrong type thing. <laughs> Like, this is a 10 all right or well, this is the worst review i've ever read because uh, i give it a, a 7.5 which literally says good underneath it yeah um i had one dude that i saw and i've seen this a bunch happen i've even seen game developers do this in and people that like don't really like what game reviews do um but saying like developers put a bunch of time into this like it was so um it was their passion and they, they put a lot of, you know, div- they spent a lot of time working on this. It was like years and years of work. And you can tell that that was the thing that we're really passionate about. And it's like, yeah, but I don't review games depending on how passionate people are about them. Like everybody works hard on these games, but I'm analyzing the things that are wrong with it. Um, and that's what these reviews are there for. Like, one not giving fucking tens to every game because every developer's passionate about what they're working on. That just doesn't... That's not how it works. Um, I saw stuff like that in there. And, yeah, I mean, there was nothing that was even remotely attempting to have a civil discussion. I think there was one post on there that was sort of like, I I agree, like, yeah. this game is definitely outdated. I would have given it maybe like an eight. And that was maybe the most civil person that was on there that I saw. Yeah. Someone told you but, to kill yourself. Holy fuck. What is wrong right. with these people? That is fucking wild. I'm, I'm but gutted. I didn't see any of this stuff because Twitter just fucking... Just got rid of it, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see any of it, so I'm fine. Whatever. Good That's, luck. Good well, luck now to I told you. you. I've ruined it. 
<laughs> yeah, Unlike the reverse the of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. Um It's just it's just cooked, eh? Like it's just bananas that people are like this. Mm. Always wrong. Um I'm um, but like you talk about um yeah, people having this sort of weird illusion of the other thing that I that I saw someone talking about was like it's a remake. They've done like an amazing job at re- remastering this game, and like that's what you should be judging it on. Not did you address the that? gameplay? Right? Like, like yeah, you address that, right? <laughs> yeah, I like literally said like it is a fantastic remaster. It's like one of the best. Yeah. But the game design doesn't hold up. It's a 10-year-old gay game. I'm not reviewing the game 10 years ago. I'm reviewing the game today and holding up to the other standards of games that are out. Right. And that's just going to be a factor of most games. Like if someone came out with a fucking ET remaster and they made it they updated the gra- graphics and it looked fantastic and all that sort of sh- shit. Like I'm talking about the old school like Atari yeah, ET game, the one in the garbage right? You're not going to be seeing f- like people giving that thing tens because they did a good job of remastering. Like the game exactly. is still, it doesn't hold up. Yeah, a- and I'm it just taking that as then, a game that was bad. Yeah, but yeah exactly. The, there are certain games that just do not hold. Like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is a great example. That game, the gameplay in that still works. Yeah, like. Everything about it works, but and that could be just because um, they actually did go in and change a bunch of the way that the gameplay worked in that game. Like they did a bunch of that stuff, and that was something that they. It wasn't just a visual um, graphics update. There was stuff in there that that brought it up to date. There was uh, you know all these unlockables that you could get. Um, uh, they updated things with the character animations and, and the move sets and changing like the way online multiple like that is gameplay stuff that has brought it up to date, right? But Bluepoint didn't do that with with Demon Souls. They did a visual pass on it. They did some very minor um, sort of gameplay stuff in terms of yeah. accessibility yep. and things like that that we talked about. They put in the camera mode, which is great. Um, that, what that, else is uh... in there? You can send shit the fractured mode. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah, fractured mode. Uh, I think fractured yeah, mode, which it. like mirrors right. the levels, but that's not that's like it doesn't still fix the fundamental issues with the gameplay that has been resolved in the latest iterations of that game. You took like I, I was playing a bunch more, and I got to. Um, uh, I'm just trying to look at the list here. I can't even see it on the list. Uh, five two. What is five two called? Swamp. Swamp of Sorrow. Um, that is an area, and even the one before that, the Depraved Chasm, is an area where there are things that can hurt you and build up. Um, you can be, get plagued, right? Yeah. And there are, there are uh, a bunch of resistances in the game, whether it's magic or fire or um, bleeding, poison. poison, right? You have absolutely no way of knowing when that will trigger like how much you're actually taking on that was something that was fixed in the games going forward they would bring up a bar to say you've been poisoned and here is a bar and it's filling up slowly and if it got to the end of that bar that's when you would eventually start taking damage yeah Um, and you would understand like how much resistance you've got do i need to pop a thing do i need to get out of the 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 poison water or whatever it is right you have no way of knowing here you just get 
you just start taking damage automatically. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that was one of the levels I got up to. I was like, this is like dumb. This is so dumb. So I just ran around in the fucking plague water forever, picking up items and, um, you know, that's just, you have no way of knowing whether or not that gameplay mechanic is working or if you're actually negating any of it from the clothing you're wearing or the items you're taking. And so that's a perfect example of something that doesn't quite work as well in that game that was fixed later on. And I think by pointing that out is fine. Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just strange. Oh my God. People get very, um, I don't know. I, I think it's just a matter of, them wanting to justify the money they spent or like like things like that. What is it? Seven fifty for the console plus one twenty, is it? I don't know. Hmm. How much is Demon Souls at retail? It's full priced. Yeah, right. So that's an eight hundred and seventy buck game. Uh you want it to be worth eight hundred and seventy dollars. We don't like neither of us. Yeah, one twenty-five. Um, neither of us like measure a game's value based on its price. Uh, it is. I do. Uh, a factor. Uh, it's price sure. relative. Uh, but like, yeah, neither of us measure it based on the fact that you know you also have to buy a console to play it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to say this game is too overpriced and therefore it is a three or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I will say, hey, it's a bit expensive. A uh, bit or expensive yeah, stuff. like if it had been if it had cost fucking twenty bucks, you'd be like, mm. um, yeah, it's like outdated as shit, but it's a gorgeous remaster and it's cheap as fuck. You would be crazy not to get this. Um, here's what to expect. Yeah, here are the flaws. <laughs> here are yeah. the flaws, but at this price point, it's probably not it's big a deal. Um, right. Yeah, at full price, uh, it's a full price game. It gets the full price treatment. Um, and also, a seven point five is not a bad score. <laughs> like on actually on Survivor, it says under a little tag, and it says good. Uh. And there were people there that I saw being like, they've given it a bad score. I'm like, it's yeah. not, that's not a, if I gave it a three, yes, that'd be like, right. it'd say bad under it. But because I didn't give it an eight or an 8.5, you're right. getting really upset. Yeah. Uh, Consequent. Yeah. Anyway, that's, I mean, we've been dealing with this for, for 10 years now. It's not, yeah, exactly. nothing new. <laughs> no. It is. To this. It's just always amusing when it rears its head. Uh, speaking of musing, um, I did a live stream Q and A, uh, which is absolutely something I'm going to do going forward uh, with any review I do. Um, I love the idea. It's probably the um, probably the, like the best idea I have uh, encountered. Uh, mm. Something suggested by JB a long time ago. The idea of somehow like providing a bridge um between what the value you get out of um streamers and and video content creators versus the traditional review and i think it's a fantastic idea anyway uh so i twitch stream for 90 minutes which i think is a good amount of time um i did it via the playstation itself um so using the the console as you know the 
you know, it's, it's broadcast options that are built into the share system. Um, so it's not like a, yeah, the, the quality wasn't as good as it maybe could have been. Um, hmm. but it was still, I think I watched it back. Like I downloaded the fucking, the broadcast, which is something you can do. Uh, so I can make a, uh, highlight reel of every time I fucking died. Um, right. But the quality seemed quite good. I mean, I, I only did 720p because I know that uh, as I'm not uh, an affiliate or a partner, I believe you can't, like, you can only output at whatever, like, if once you reach affiliate, I think it will scale uh, to different sizes for viewers. But mm. if you're at, if you're not that, it'll just do whatever you output at. So if you were to output at 4K, it wouldn't matter if your stream, like if you had fucking whatever the fuck internet you've got over there uh, to output it at 4K and you like some fucking beast PC, it's doing nothing but rendering so they can output at 4K. Uh, the viewer would also need to be able to watch it at 4K uh, and they wouldn't like it wouldn't down great to 1080p or some shit right so i output at 720p just to make sure a uh my wife was at home working from home and i don't want to fucking fuck up her ability to do work by hogging all the bandwidth and b sure. uh to make sure everyone could would be able to watch it uh i think yeah the the quality of the video was fine obviously it could be better um but the playstation had absolutely no trouble rendering it at 720 it didn't result in any kind of uh like hitches um <clears throat> and uh yeah i was just going through the uh tower of atria which is um pretty entertaining area and uh doing some like do, doing stuff i um i had already learned it once that week but I have a lot of trouble talking and playing at the same time. Uh, one of those things is going to degrade as as the other one increases. So if I start to concentrate on playing, I will absolutely stop talking. And if I start to concentrate on talking, I will play like shit. Um, but like at the same time, it was for a goof. I think like there's, I definitely have a tendency to take things a bit too seriously uh like take my, the outcome too seriously i take it really personally i absolutely tilted by the end of the fucking 90 minutes uh but uh like yeah i think in my own as in my own self i can read too much into uh the appearance of dying over and over again on a stream um but yeah i think it was pretty obvious that it, oh you know I was goofing. Um, it was also NG plus, so uh, everything was a bit harder. And I still haven't upgraded. I'm still glass cannon as shit. So basically, all it meant was that uh, things that I could one shot before I now take fucking four shots, and uh, that is significantly more trouble for me. But um, when when I die in one hit, but I still. Uh, had a good time and yeah, I thought it was pretty amusing. I got fucking summoned as uh, the old monk boss, which is the final boss in uh, 3.3, uh, sorry, 3.2. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. 3.2? 3.3. Um, I think it's technically three, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I got summoned to do that. I managed to win that fight inexplicably because if you watch it back, I should have fucking lost it. I 100% should have lost it. I popped Firestorm from the get-go and it did absolutely nothing. He like just ran straight through it. He didn't even give a fuck. And then um, so I just fucking R1 spammed him to death and that went spectacularly. I mean... To his detriment, uh, I do have a Crescent Falcon, a Falchion plus five, uh, which super scales with magic, and I got fuck tons of magic damage. So uh, yeah, he was in for a bit of a bit of trouble with the R one spam, but still, uh, I was surprised at how well it went. Um, So that was pretty funny, and I got away with some stuff. And uh, what else? I rolled. I did the rolling challenge uh, with the big ballista that fires crossbow bolts over and over again, um, which is technically the shortcut, but I've never taken that shortcut uh, to get to the boss there. So you can roll past those arrows and you get an achievement for it. And I did it on stream and I should have died because I got hit by one of the fucking arrows and somehow it didn't matter. I got away with it and uh so that was pretty funny pretty entertaining and yeah basically just talk through the the review a bit i mean i talked through it on my own merits but uh hamish from survival uh he's in us good questions jung showed up um uh, yeah just a good chat club fucking told me where the fuck i was supposed to go at one point um I, I like the idea. I will absolutely continue to do it. And, uh, yeah, I think it turned into some quality content uh, mm-hmm. that I believe is still... I think you can still watch the VOD. I think that also because I'm not an affiliate on Twitch, my VODs get deleted after a set amount of time. Mm. So I think you can go still still watch the VOD if you're so inclined. But uh, right. Or uh, if you're playing any DMCA music on there, it'll delete that as well yeah right yeah okay but i don't play music so <laughs> right yeah um yeah, yeah I, I got to uh I, I killed a couple extra bosses um i killed those gargoyles that i was at last yeah. week when we were yeah, talking yeah. um i basically just summoned someone to come help me right and they had uh they had magic arrows yep. so they were able to shoot it while it was floating in the sky because mm. <laughs> nice. i don't know what was going on but i i'd still i struggle to get yeah. that boss to come fucking fight me because it yep. would like either land on one of those statues and not be able to get on the actual ground or it would just like sit up on the air and fly backwards and forwards yep. it was just really weird um by the time I would get it down to somewhere significant, that second boss would come in and uh, I would like, I, I couldn't fight both of them at once because for whatever reason, then they decided, oh, I don't need a flower anymore. I can just come, <laughs> come and fucking run at you. And I'm like, why? Why, why weren't you doing this before? I just yeah. got sick of it. It wasn't because I couldn't beat it. I just got sick of every single time me going in there. It just was like, it wouldn't work properly. It was like, it's a flat out broken boss in my, as far as I'm aware. Um, because every time I would go in there, it just wouldn't, he wouldn't fight properly. There was always yeah. something going weird going on with it. So I did that. And then I did the next one, the um, the one you were just talking about, where you get people can play as the boss. Yeah. Um, 
How did you enjoy the run up I, to that boss? Well, so I thought because it came up and was like blah blah's been summoned, and I'm like, okay, this, this is a person coming, and so I, I just I just kind of stood there for a bit because I was like, ah, oh, he'll probably come running down these really narrow stairs. Never came, and then I I saw one of those red phantoms, and I was like, man, fucking hell! Like they're the ones I was always having problems with going up that gargoyle because um, he blabs uh, from age though. He's like a sniper. Yeah, and also the um i was wearing fat armor the entire game because yeah. i didn't know that you could <laughs> get non-fat armor because there's no indicator on the actual stat screen anymore so i ended up dropping back to some leather armor and i could roll properly now which meant that whenever he used his attack i could get the fuck out of the way um quickly and not get one shot by him yep and so i they they weren't a problem anymore so i killed that one killed the next one and um, it, it's just a bit of a pain because sometimes they go into an auto attack mode where they're just throwing those, uh, I, I don't know what they are, soul arrows at you. And you've got to just wait for them to stop because if you get hit by one of them, you're pretty done. Um, so I go kill the first one, kill the second one, get up into that room, cutscene plays out, and I'm not really sure what's going on at this stage. And then he's like behind me, a dude comes running up. I'm like, what the fuck? There's a, there's a dude here. And I thought it was... I was like, oh, this is the invader. Like, I'm looking for the boss at the same time. And so I put my shield up, and this dude just fucking swings at me. It goes through my shield, and I'm, like, instantly dead, like, one shot. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, Lag. And uh, and so it spawns me back down the bottom. I run back up, it, it, like, another thing. Oh, you've been, someone's been summoned. Black Phantom has joined the game. I'm like, cool. And then I realize what is going on. Uh, I get to the boss, and there's another cutscene. And it, this cutscene goes for fucking... It, it's longer than like a, a, a Kojima cutscene as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it goes for, it goes forever. Yeah. Um, and then finally you get into the game and this dude is like warping around, like yeah. it's super laggy and shit. Yeah. And I've got to fight him. Uh, and then I end up getting just smashed. Like I don't even think I hit this guy because he's warping everywhere. I think he backstabbed me or something like that. Um, and I'm like... I think I'm done because if you're going to play that cutscene every time I need to go up there and I, and then there's a chance I get some fucking laggy dude again, uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good yeah. at this stage. So then I went somewhere else. I went to that, um, uh, the one I was talking about before, the the Swamp of Sorrow, was it called? Um, yeah, yeah. Swamp of Sorrow. Yeah. And then I wasn't having a good time there because the, the you keep getting plagued every time you go in the water and the water is how you sort of get around i didn't have any I problems just, with that eight. i don't know why really yeah i kept getting plagued going in that maybe i had plague resistance or something i don't know uh, i guess i may have had plague resist some degree of it uh yeah. but i just found myself i guess the alternative or the other thing was i could shoot those fucking jellyfish dudes from the land mm. these fucking magic blaster cunts uh, and then just run over to the next bit of land. So that made it thing things a little bit easier, I suppose. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, and I just kind of... I just... I don't know. I just wasn't having fun with that anymore. Yeah. In some of those areas. The, the other part I was at was 1-4. Uh, 1-4? One, one, yeah. 1-3. One, one three might have been one three. One three would be after, after the tower night. Yeah, after the tower night. Yep. Yeah, and there's that 
again, like we're back to this level design thing of in order for you to get from that area to the next boss, it does all these intricate um, shortcut systems, but you're still running through like 15 guys, like 20 guys to get yep. to that next area. Yep. And that's, I just, I don't think that is good design at that point. Like you having to fight all of these people every it's, time you want to get It's the part where them. you can't just run past them. The part where the, the fucking path past them is so fucking narrow yeah. that there's a halfway decent chance that you will fucking roll off the edge and fall to your death. That's the part hmm. that fucking wrecks it. That's the part that Dark Souls learned to fix you know that's yeah. that's what they learned from specifically was yeah you like specifically for the last boss old king allen the run from um the tower knight to old king allen can be made extremely simple if you stand there for i think it was 22 minutes and shoots the uh the blue dragon until it's dead and then you open a, a door that you a guarantee you only can only open if you've killed the blue dragon i'm sure of it um and then you you've got a pretty quick run to old king allen except for the part where you have to run up a series of ramps that takes you to a point where you will die if you fall and on those ramps, uh, or between you and the top of those ramps, are two red-eyed knights. Uh, and the problem with those guys is their hit, their collision box, their hitbox, is so wide that even if you try to roll past them, you get pushed off. And your best hope at that point is that you land on one of the other ledges below where there are crossbow guys who will shoot you when you land. Um, and that's your best hope. Um, and so, yeah, you either have to beat them or you, there is like one area where if you're not inclined to, to fucking kill all these dudes every time. And I got very fucking good at this. Uh, you can lure the red eyed knight at the top, uh, to attack and he will fall off the edge of the stairs or the ramp. And then you can run past him. But while you are doing that, there's another red-eyed knight behind you, two two crossbow guys, and some fucking imperial spike hunt who was trying to fucking pelt you with uh, like throwing daggers. And all right. of these things are one-hit kills to me. Uh, so I got very good at doing this specific element, but it was still almost as frustrating as the boss fight itself um yeah anyway um it's just a it's just a huge misstep i don't even remember the run back to the tower night although i do re recall thinking god i hope i beat this fucking boss in one go because i do not want to make this run again hmm. um yeah which i just don't i don't think is good i don't think it's yeah i don't think it's a good feeling uh and i don't recall feeling it in the other souls games i think i think i'm trying yeah. like there's a there's a hint in the back of my mind that one of them might be particularly cunty uh but i can't remember who it was 
because I think most of them were okay. Maybe I definitely got sick of in Dark Souls 2, there was that run to the uh, spider boss uh, that I got sick of because I was trying to trying to do it way too early so I could get the Moonlight Greatsword really early for a build I was trying to do. And that that fight must have taken me like fucking 60 or 70 attempts. Uh, and that was quite infuriating. Uh, but the run itself wasn't that bad. Like it was quite easy. And I could almost, I could probably, if you put a controller in my hand, I could probably do it in my sleep uh, now. But I got well over that fucking run because I, I did it so many times. Right. Um, I vaguely think... In, in three, there was a way to get to the tree, boss. There was a bunch of ways. <laughs> right? And if you didn't find the fucking... There was, like, there was... there was Yeah, there was one really good way. There was one okay way, and there was a bad way. And if you didn't find the good way or the okay way, that I think that run was pretty fucking rough. Uh, yeah, but there was that- a bonfire um, near a door somewhere. You had to open up the actual door to create a shortcut, and you kind of yeah. just run through. You'd run through maybe like three people or something to get to it. Yeah. Um, I think there were a couple of dogs or something down there. Yeah, but, yeah I think it was the but dogs. But like there was, there was like yeah, three ways. You could either go that way. There was um another bit down uh, like a hallway, um, or you could go up the actual tower as well. I believe. Yeah, and yeah. There was like a bonfire. Um, Roll off the roof or whatever the fuck, right? It, it was either on the roof or um, I think there might have been one down the bottom as well because it was like a f- that took you to a new area. It was like yeah. an elevator that went up and down, or it could have been on the middle floor. I can't really remember at this stage. It's been a while. But I yeah, remember that one was when I played that friends. one in the preview session. Mm. Uh, it was annoying because I wanted to beat that boss because the right. PR people had said nobody beat this boss yet. I'm like, well, I'm a fucking do it, baby. Yeah. Uh, and so I fucking beeline for the boss. And, uh, and by doing that, I sort of didn't explore as much as I should have. And so I had <laughs> only the bad run. And mm. so I remember that being a little bit annoying. But again, that annoying run was still, there was plenty of space. It was yeah. just what you were up against moved quickly and so you had to be good at fucking using that space, you know? Demon Souls, yeah. narrow paths, all over the fucking place. Extremely aggravating. Yikers. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh Demon Souls. That is Demon Souls. Um we yeah. like I've said, it's about it not again. a bad game. I just think it's the the If you uh, want to show off to you. Yeah. Yeah, the, the I, I said it in the in the in the stream. Like it is the worst of one of the best game series of all time. You know, like mm. yeah. Um, if you ask me to play it again, I would do it. But uh, yeah, I would prefer to play other Souls games before, uh, even Bloodborne. I think. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. What else we got? What else? What else is on the list? A uh, couple games here. Um, I'll go if you want. Um, okay. Been talk. I've been playing a little bit of Monster Train. Yeah. Um, 
This is the, uh, it's a card game where you're on a train in hell battling a bunch of angels that have, uh, uh, trying to extinguish the, the last pyre of hell. Um, the way it's formatted is there's like three levels on this train, um, and the enemies start on the bottom level. They start like sort of pouring in and you play cards to counter them from working their way through each level of this train. Uh, to eventually keep doing uh, damage to it. Uh, and there's a bunch of different uh, like factions in the game that you can pick from. Uh, each one has their sort of unique abilities and traits to them. And uh, you and I put a bunch of time into this when it was first released earlier on in this year. Yeah. Um, as it was in early access and up until it's released. And uh, yeah, I was, I was playing a bunch over the last couple of days and they've made a, a bunch of changes to it. I don't know when the last time was that you jumped in, but... They've got basically every single faction in there has like a new champion. So you can basically pick between uh, two different champions now, um, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sort of still learning the right. ins and outs of how they sort of all work. Um, and there's some really interesting ones in there. I've had a couple of wins. I think I've had three wins on uh, like the very baseline difficulty like i haven't bumped it up at all i'm sort of just still going through each one and changing colors around like i'll pick like a green red and then uh see what the actual new champion does and um play around with that uh and they give you some interesting choices in terms of i was i don't know like i found that going down when you pick a champion they give you like a, an ability on the card and it would be an either or like ability you could pick from and when you picked one eventually you'd get to a point where you can level that card up again and it'd give you an upgraded version of that card ability or you could go to a different path and pick something else and i always found that i for the most part would just pick the upgraded one um but with these new ones i've felt like i'm doing a lot more mixing and matching like going on picking one and then next time it sort of shows me i'm like oh i'll pick the next chain now and that'll sort of mix it up a little bit and make uh, make it a bit uh different to what it was supposed to be doing it, for instance it'd be like oh um whenever this card dies you'd get th uh th three extra attack and three bonus um health permanently and you're like or, or every time it killed something right it'd yeah. get an extra three extra attack, right? Uh, and then the next time I level it up, it'd be like, oh, you get four extra attack um, every time you kill something. But the next one would be like, you still get that three extra attack damage every time you kill something. But every time the card extinguishes, then you get plus 25 attack and it's an endless card. And so you can keep bringing it back up, yep. which means that I could keep bringing every time that card it would die, I could bring it back and then I'd still have the ability to... Um, keep doing damage and killing things so every time to kill something it'd still get more attack rather than being like now it's got four extra attack every time it kills something i felt like the trade-off on that was yeah. probably a lot better yeah. um and so i felt like i was mixing a, a little bit more so that was kind of cool um and it, it seems like they've done a bit of tweaking on some of the cards that didn't feel as strong uh i, I saw some um some stuff in there that was a little bit more different, which is cool. So they've been they've been balancing a little bit more, which is great. And uh, a, a slight slight amount of 
um, accessibility options, just giving the player like more information as to what's going on and and that sort of thing, which is cool. Um, yeah, I like. I'm still digging that game quite a lot. I've got to go through and play some extra champions and sort of see how they work because um, I've only done like three of them at this point because the runs are, are usually taking me like an hour and a bit to get through. Um, yeah, right. I'll, I'll listen to like a podcast or something and have it on in the background and, um, you know, every once in a while I'll, I'll pause the game and just see what's going on on Twitter or that type of thing. Like I'm not fully engaged in what's going on in the game, but it's the type of game where you can do that. Yeah. You can sort of switch between doing things and because it's not really time sensitive or anything. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Have you had a, a chance at all to jump in and see these new No, but I'll jump charts? back in. Yeah. I was yeah. actually, I, I just it. didn't know. Yeah. I, I saw it come up. I think, I don't know what it was like, a I don't know, mm. Twitter thread. I didn't see anything about the updates, but I saw it mentioned. I'm like, Oh, I should go back and have a look at how that's evolved. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was I was thinking about it anyway, but now I, I definitely will. I'll yeah, because before you'd pick like a primary deck or a yeah. primary color, and it'd give you a champion, and that was the champion you'd use. And yeah. if you picked another color, it'd be the secondary deck, and that was usually like the tank's abilities or um, like spells. That's the way spells would work. But now you you pick a color, and you've got a choice between two champions. You can pick the original ones that shipped with the the game when it first launched, or these new ones um that are in the game uh so yeah i don't know i'm just sort of just working my way through them and it gives you another um like more variety because there's an extra sort of level to play with in there so yeah kind of cool uh it's called monster train it's out on pretty much everything at this stage it's very good you should definitely check it out if you're into deck building card games because yeah. it's uh, one of the the better ones of this year yeah. um nice what else do we have here? Do you want to talk about Nova Drift? Sure. Um, Nova Drift is... Um, how to describe it? It's sort of like a, like a twin-stick shooter a la Geometry Wars, hmm. um, but it's entirely mouse-based, which I'm not wild about, to be honest. I would prefer it to be twin actual twin-stick shooter where I plug a controller in, but... You can't uh, plug it in? Oh, well, it's in early access and it's quite early. Right. On. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's cool. Like, as you play, like, you're this evolving uh, space organism ship that uh, evolves in different ways every time you play. And so uh, as you play, you reach, like, the level up section, and that allows you to... Uh, like uh like in, improve or change things about yourself and so uh it might be you can change what shot type you deal or so sort of imagine yeah geometry wars or like a shoot 'em up type type game except it's locked on a single screen and enemies sort of fly in and you've got that like it's got that screen wrap style where you'll fly down like through the bottom and you'll come out through the top and stuff like that um and yeah the more you like play through it the more you unlock and some of the unlocks have branching like upgrades and stuff like that and uh some of the upgrades aren't necessarily terribly compatible with each other which i don't know is if something is something they want to have happen like you might un unlock like there's like a beam 
Mm. And you can still get the opportunity to unlock like extra projectiles, but you don't have any projectiles. So it doesn't actually do anything as an upgrade. And I don't know if that's supposed to show up or it's just sort of a wasted upgrade slot. But uh, it almost feels like a deck builder that is also a twin six shooter because you are building like as you like it's not like cards or anything and this it doesn't have the you know the intense strategy it's it's certainly more dexterity focused but as you play through it it does lean pretty heavily on deck builder uh philosophy in that what you are what you are trying to do like you know uh as you play deck builders for the first time, one of the things that you like, one of the traps new players fall into is is building out, uh, building towards a certain thing. You know, oh, I want, I, I want to do this, right? Uh, as opposed to one of the things you do when you beat deck builders is you build against uh, problems. You know, all arise. Like you build to solve issues you know are coming. And so um, it leans on that same philosophy where it's got all these tempting upgrades where you might be like, oh, yeah, okay. So I've got, you know, I've got a, uh, my ship form is, I don't know any of the ship form names, uh, but my ship form is like a, a triangle and that increases my, uh, thrust and my damage output. Uh, my shield is a reflector, uh, which, you know, uh, bounces enemy projectiles back at them. Um, I'm shooting like a, a wide arc spread of, uh, of laser fire. Uh, so, and, and I've got this upgrade that, that tells me that I could like double the amount of projectiles I shoot and like in a wider arc and i could just be pissing hot white death in every fucking direction uh and everything will fall beneath my fucking lasers maybe i'll do that and then you if you look at the other upgrades you'll see like this one is like a plus 20 percent shield capacity and you're like oh that's pretty boring so you go for the fucking hot white death option and then the next fucking level you like the next phase the next enemy you come up against literally just hammers like fills the screen like it's a fucking bullet hell game uh with with like its own hot white death and your shields can't stand up to it they just barely break but they don't hold up to it uh before you kill it and so as a result you die and all you can think about is oh if i'd played conservatively if i played correctly and taken the 20 percent upgrade then if i'd accounted for what was coming if i'd accounted for the enemy that was coming then i then i would have lived through that and i might have even gotten like that same upgrade for the next one but i would have been less squishy and of course there's you know arguments to be made that perhaps uh you would have taken too long you know you would have had less projectiles to uh to fire and so you would have done less damage and so the 20 percent extra shields might not have been enough to get you through that bit but like that then feeds back into like you may have like your choices that's not the only choice you made before that boss right that's not the only upgrade you had you had fucking nine other fucking upgrades that you had along the way and so you have to sort of analyze how you 
like the choices you made and how you made those choices and how they impacted your success. And it's very easy to be short-sighted about it and uh, myopic and, and make a, a analysis. I guess I've been, I've been like contemplating this, this concept a lot mm. lately, this idea of how my interpretation of, of events is limited by my own perspective. But uh, yeah, if, if you wind up being myopic, you might analyze the wrong thing, you might decide that you made a mis like one mistake, but when you, when the mistake you made is actually something else. And I love, I love that shit in games. I love it because when you learn the mistake you actually made, it feels actually like, I find that it feels really good. Like it feels like a growth experience. And uh, so, yeah, this game is very early on, but there's still quite a lot to to get out of it. Um, and yeah, if I can get it as a twin stick shooter, um, it's it's going to be extremely addictive, in my opinion. It says here on Steam, it's got controller support. Maybe they, maybe they fucking added. It says like full, full controller support. support. I see it. Yeah. Well, it wasn't working last week. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe they added it. There was an update on Monday or Tuesday. Maybe they didn't. Maybe oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe I didn't like. Maybe I because I bought it before my birthday, and so I bought it on my birthday. Maybe I just didn't download the update. That's my bad. Um, yeah, well, in, in that case, I mean, yeah, this is gonna be very fucking. Like different, it's a, yeah, yeah. Because I find it hard to play on a mouse because you are like literally thrusting <laughs> with your with your mouse. Like yeah. mouse mouse uh, two is like thrust and mouse one is fire, and I've, I find that extremely difficult to play as. But yeah, anyway, there's like loads of different ways that you can play it, and like like loads of different the upgrades are very varied. Like I, I basically described the most boring version but uh like the the arc spray from the outset is basically like oh yeah any old fucking shoot 'em up game but you can go in wild i had one run where um i didn't upgrade my gun at all i had like a i had that laser thing i was talking about without any projectiles and because i couldn't get projectiles and because i kept getting projectile upgrades my alternatives were I had the option to add uh, basically a drone army around me. And so by the end of my run, I had like fucking eight drones and they were killing everything at all times. And so my role was less about doing damage and more getting these fucking drones in range so they could fucking wreck shit. And uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, there was another one uh, I had like a run that didn't last very long because I didn't give myself any fucking survivability. Uh, but uh, you basically had to like fly into the thicker things and then you'd fire and it would like uh, chain lightning to everything. And so in that one, the like what you wanted to do was get everything bunched up uh, so that you could chain lightning to as many things as possible because otherwise you weren't efficiently dealing damage. Uh, and yeah, like I died because 
like when you aggro them and try to draw them all together they get very close to you and they fire and if you don't have enough fucking survivability you just fucking perish but yeah it's a it's a good game um yeah. and looks cool um yeah i mean with steam out. sales on at the moment is it on sale <laughs> it is uh it is not on sale uh yes it oh, is yeah, actually 40 percent off Forty um, percent? Fuck yeah! Twelve? Holy shit! Really? Right. Cool. Steam refund, Job. Buy it yeah, again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what a dog um, shit move that'd be. Yeah, Steam uh, sales went on on this morning. I think it was. So I haven't had a chance to really go through and grab anything, but yeah. I'll, yeah. Awesome. Um, I'll definitely uh, have a look at that one. Uh, so it's called Nova Drift. It's on. It looks like Steam and uh io what's it called Not uh itch io itch io <laughs> yeah i think it's on that as well anyway cool. cool sounds good um what else do we have here quickly um world of warcraft shadowlands i, I don't have a lot to say specifically about the actual expansion and the uh new area that is yep. going on in there I haven't had a chance to play any of that, oh. but I, I have uh, I have fired it up and um, I got to check out the new starting zone um, for the original OG characters that are in the game. So if you actually want to jump in and uh, play as, start a new tune as one of those characters, there's a uh, starting zone called Exiles Reach that you can jump into and play. And... Um, I guess it's just a bit more up to date in terms of very streamlined, giving you an actual um, like base level of how a lot of the mechanics in the game work. Uh, previously, you would pick a race, and then like that's kind of the starting area you would go into, and each sort of race had their own different area they would begin their quest on, um, depending on on the islands or whichever side of the world you're on. Uh, whereas this one is like everybody can start there and it's 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 very much like you're getting the same experience that everybody else did when they're playing these characters. Um, it does a good job of like giving you the basics but also showing you stuff that the old tutorial system didn't do, like jumping in with a group and doing a dungeon. Uh, like there's, a, there's basically a dungeon at the end of that game where you can choose your like i'm gonna be the tank and i'll be the damage dealer blah 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 and it's, it's super basic in terms of um like what you're doing in that dungeon but it's still gives you an introduction to dungeons which yeah you never got before like yeah. i never played a lot of dungeons when i was playing um wow back in the day because well, i just didn't know what they were the what boat one the one on the boat with the fucking with cookie i and the defiance no, guy I'm... the pirate guy Right, but it was it wasn't a tutorial, right? No, but I guess you know he got to it pretty early on. It wasn't a tutorial, no. Maybe. Wow, Cookie, One Eye. Um, no, I don't think that's it. No. it says she's in the Burning Crusade. That's not fucking it. <laughs> that's uh, it. I think that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. This this oh man, fuck, we are nailing. This is a four-year-old tutorial. Gap fucking <laughs> nails. Uh, boats dungeon gap nails like game knowledge yeah. went into a dungeon no what's the fucking no. what's the 
one with the fucking guy. Um, the guy in the boat. Are you typing he's, like He's guy on a boat. boat. I'm trying wow. to fucking. I'll put wow. Yeah. Classic <laughs> dungeon levels. Maybe this will fucking solve it. The I dead. they've gotten rid of. Okay. Remember the Where dead was lines? that in? No. That was in like. Maybe fucking... I do. Maybe. It was a. Like, it was like an alliance one. It was in Westfall, I think. Was it West, right. West, Westfall? Westfall, yes. Maybe. I got it. Westworld. Yes. Yes, but that was one of those things where you had to play as a specific character and then eventually get to that region and then find it and go through it. And um, th- this is like thirty minutes into a tutorial; like it shows you all that stuff, like how yeah, to click right. on Dungeon no, I get, Finder. I, I get and, what you're saying. I just like yeah. the way I remember playing World of Warcraft. I it was basically channeled into playing the Dead Nines. So right, yeah. Anyway, um. Uh, the, the basic premise of that sort of little island is that like an expedition has gone off and they've gotten lost and you get on a boat and go to this island to try and find everybody. It's this self-contained tutorial area. Um, not very big, not not, not really. Like you're not going to go there and get ganked or anything like that. Um, yeah, so I, I did that. Uh, you, you can, if you want to, choose to ignore Exile's Reach and go to the original starting location for those characters. That's fine. Um, if you if you're using like a um, a demon hunter or I think a death knight, like one of those later heroes that came in, you can't go to that location because their starting area is still in uh, whatever expansion it was that they were they were brought in. So it's it's purely as far as I'm aware, those OG um, characters. There's a um, ray tracing. I, I've, it's got ray tracing now. World of Warcraft has ray tracing. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I flicked that on. Looks awesome. It doesn't seem to be using up too much resources as far as I'm aware at this stage. Uh, but that could just because I've, I've got a decent computer and so it's not really causing me too much issues yet. Right. Um, but there there are different levels of ray tracing that you can put on there, ray tracing shadows. Uh, and that stuff looks really cool. Like you'll see a a bird or something in the sky above you and you can kind of look down and all the shadows are sort of casting on the floor. and The uh, shadow lands. <laughs> that's, that is it. That's, that that's is what... why they brought it in. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, what else is there? Oh, so I talked about this a, a couple of weeks back, but um, they basically squished everybody down in terms of levels. Um, so oh, my yeah. level 100, and, I think it's 150, um, got squished down to a level 50. And now what they've they've uh, put into the game, when you get past um, that very first, like, tutorial section in the game you can then go on to be like all right well where do i want to go next um previously you would be like i'm gonna go do the original wow content and then you go on to uh, i don't even know the order of this but let's go burning crusade glitch king yeah and then you sort of make your way through right and you're leveling up as you do that now everything sort of scales. And so you can be like, all right, which content do I want to go do? And so it gives you like a um, a little selection, like a map selection. You're like, well, I want to go do the Lich King content. So you can finish the tutorial and then go to do the Lich King con- content and see that story. And 
go in and just start playing it. You, you don't actually have to go through each one in a row and level it up that way, which is kind of cool. Um, I guess it means it's less grindy, like a lot less grindy, yeah, right. uh, which is cool. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've had a chance to check out yet. I, I'm still waiting uh, at this stage. Maybe this weekend or tomorrow I might get some time to actually play some uh, some of the new content, but yeah, uh, I'm hanging out for it. It looks really cool. A lot of people jumped on, man. Like I, my friends list on Battle.net was just a lot of WoW players, a lot of yeah. people playing WoW again, um, which is cool. Shadowlands out now. Cool. Um, what do you want to do next out of these three that we've got? You can pick. I pick. Uh, let's yeah. do NBA. Go. Hey, before we do NBA, uh, yeah. uh, FIFA Next Gen is out today, I believe. Okay. Right? And uh, and I um, went to download it on my PS5, hmm. and uh, I still can't work out how to do that. <laughs> I still okay. can't work the shit out, man. I like I'm so lost trying to download the PS5 version of games. <laughs> oh, no. You've got to go to the the dots, the three dots. Remember? But I went to the three dots, and it still says just PS4 version. I don't understand. Did you redeem a code or something? I don't know. I don't think I need to. I think it just upgrades, right? Why is this such mm. a fucking difficult question? It's such a f- oh, I've handled this. It's the worst way. Yeah. It's just a nightmare. Anyway, NBA 2K21. NBA 2K21 on the PlayStation 5, the next-gen version. I've uh, been playing a ton of this over the last couple of days. Um, it's really good. Like, runs amazing. looks fantastic. The, uh, th- the version that was on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox... Um, was a very like it had a couple of cool changes in there they did stuff with the the movement um and the shooting stick but really it was sort of like your yearly iteration that you kind of expect from a sports game whereas this version is like there's a lot a lot of stuff in there that is different compared to the one that we got a month ago uh on those other consoles some of the stuff that's in there is like for my my career specifically they've overhauled the uh my player builder um previously you would go in and choose like these they'll give you like pie graphs pie charts and you would pick between like what one you wanted and each one had like different strengths and weaknesses in certain tiers of stats like this person is a a three-point specialist with, with shooting and this one here is a elite defender and they'd give you a bunch of different pie graphs that you could go through and it'd weight stuff in certain ways um this new player builder is basically you put stats into whatever you want like you you can go in and tweak it um the the way that you want to play the game and so that gives you a lot more control over being like all right i've got a certain amount of points that i want to put into this character like where do i want to start with now like do i just want to go sort of across the board be really good or do i want to put everything into shooting um and maybe be a really good passer or do i want to 
be a really good defender. It's it sort of gives you a lot more control over that sort of stuff, which is really good because I, th I they used to do that stuff really like back in the day, and then they sort of went away from that and then uh, made it more like these archetypes that you could go in and, and select from. Um, and so then going back to this, like, all right, you can just go go ham, like do it yourself, pick your sort of style of play, and then we'll let you uh, go from there. So that, that stuff is really cool. Um, the, the neighborhood is gone in my career. Um, that's been replaced Place. with the city, yeah. which is this enormous, like, area that you can roam around different basketball activities going on different types of basketball games um we talked about it a couple of weeks ago but there's like the uh there's basketball courts you can rent and uh different facilities in there that you can go and do um the one thing i don't like about it and i would not be surprised that they remove this at some stage but it's gatekept in terms of you have to play a certain amount of uh like just generic basketball games to level up your character before you can get in there like you're literally locked out of gate yeah <laughs> like they yeah. didn't even That's try to hide that the other week yeah yeah um so yeah they've they've flat out gatekeeped pe people that don't play the game uh to level up their character and no, you've got to do like I, I oh, what i was saying last week is that it's it's not that bad an idea because yeah. it winds up like being a situation where like i wasn't able to get fucking neighborhood games because nobody wanted to play with someone who didn't have any fucking right. uh rep like well, people just wouldn't join when i was trying to play and this means mm -hmm. that you, you at least get a bit of rep yeah uh, i was i had to build rep by going to that fucking gatorade thing on the old yeah. school one and at least in this way you build a bit of rep out of the gate so that sure people don't immediately ignore you which might not My be a problem issue. in your like location it's but it is a problem for in australia right the yeah. issue that i was having was that there wasn't enough games being played to be able to like i was sitting right. there for minutes waiting for games to start because right. people just weren't around and this really? was at four o'clock yeah, in the afternoon crazy. <laughs> like it, it was a it was a struggle, and so once I I played like two games, I I played for like an hour and I'd gotten halfway through a level, and I need like three or four levels or something. Like I could be literally playing proper games and and like leveling up my character and that sort of thing. Instead, I'm sitting in a virtual queue, just yeah. standing here watching a basketball game for for six yeah. or seven minutes while this other game finishes. And I don't even know if other people would jump in and start playing. Um, yeah, I don't know. They've just got to change the way that sort of works at this point. Like, it's just, there's too much standing around. It's too much standing around not playing basketball. Instead, I'm waiting for people to join a queue yeah. that is not going anywhere. So that's, 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 that's kind of point. crappy. Um, yeah. uh, but the other stuff in there is really cool in my career. I, I managed to get my way through the draft. I do not know how you get drafted number one in that game. I blitzed everybody. I still came second draft pick. I, the, the, the guy that you're up against, his name's Cobb. He's your buddy. Um, 
I blitzed his team when we we're in college games. Like I, demo- yeah. I destroyed people in the, the high school basketball. I don't think I lost a college game by. Uh, sorry, I won by probably twenty points at least every single game. Right. Played yeah. his team, smashed him, absolutely obliterated him. Won the um, won the championship game. Destroyed that. I was doing like 35, 40 points a game, like double doubles in yeah. rebounds, uh, like six assists, blocks, all that sort of jazz. Still got drafted second. I don't know what you have to do to <laughs> to outdraft this dude that is apparently. I smashed Zion. They've actually changed a lot of the um, the way that works. It looks like so you would you would play uh, you and Cobb would team up to play Zion and uh, some other dude. The other dude was way better than Zion. I don't know what he's doing. He's amazing. Um, I I had to guard him. And for whatever reason, I I guess they were trying to... People were gaming it up last time. And so you would do things like set screens for your teammate and uh, like do a lot of pick and rolls and passing the ball. It seems like they've made it so that you're the number one player. Like if he gets the ball, he'll immediately pass it back to you. And I found that a lot happening. Like I couldn't right. really work off him at all. And so I had to play against this other dude all the time and just kind of try and get past him and get right. to the basket. Uh, and then because I wasn't guarding Zion, Zion hardly touched the ball in our two-on-two game. It was just this one guy all the time. So there's something going on there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I blitzed them. Still got drafted number two. Like old mate didn't score a point, I don't think, because he kept passing me the ball. Uh, so yeah I just don't know what you need to do to, to get a number one draft pick either way um, the Lakers got the number one and no, number two draft pick for this year again um, which is in, which is exciting because you know coming off a win <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a rookie scoring 40 points a game and double double <laughs> slash NBA uh, definitely definitely wondering if uh, the NBA is rigging things to the Lakers <laughs> yeah. yeah uh started playing a bunch of of the basketball in there the the rosters man they're they're like they're on point with those rosters they had stuff that was done yesterday in that game like wow. ready to go they've been because i've been playing it every day or two they've been pushing out updates i think their roster updates because the lakers have changed um they had like marcus all in there yesterday he only got wow. signed already officially yeah. yesterday um, Schroeder is in there. A um, bunch of their their uh, their new moves have, have all disappeared. So they're they're pushing out that stuff pretty quickly, which is which is really cool. Yep. The um the uh, women's NBA is also in my career now. Yeah. So you can start a, a female character and and jump in and play through that, which is cool. Um, yeah, my career has just been. Uh, like a lot of lot of big changes in there it seems yeah. stuff with the ai that's being changed i saw um which is pretty cool the and like this is just playstation specific but that controller man it like yeah. that controller is so good on that game yeah. you get you get such good feedback from things that are going on um posting up other players and like feeling when you're like backing down somebody like the responsiveness on those triggers as those triggers sort of like pushing against your hands is really cool. Um, sprinting down the court using your stamina, like you, you've really got to push that in. I really like that stuff. Uh, it just feels like that controller is going to be a big game changer. 
if we don't see a new Elite controller coming out of Xbox with haptic triggers or adaptive triggers, whatever they want to call it, um, sometime at the end of next year or something, uh, yeah, I would be surprised because everybody's talking about the, this controller and I think it's um, it's really changing the sort of connection between the player and the game quite a lot. Um, aside from that, the... Um, the the basketball in um the game it's just so smooth like yeah i I feel like i'm getting shots up a lot easier just because the responsiveness feels a lot better Uh, i'm hitting those green marks quite consistent now um and and i don't know that's just because i've got more control over my uh my stats in my player but i'm finding three pointers dropping a lot easier it just feels like a lot more responsive when i'm trying to do certain things in the game which is really cool um what else is that at? i don't know i'm not not sure what else there is to go off there's just a lot going on that i feel like this feels this doesn't feel like their sort of yearly update this feels like a bit more of a step that they've they've taken this time around um which is really cool and it just looks amazing like the presentation of going from uh they do things like you walking down the hall behind the locker and walking into the stadium and like there's just people everywhere the the, the seats are all filled there's camera crews on the sidelines there's interviewers interviewing people um there's mascots walking around like there's there's training stuff passing balls to people um it's just like there's a lot going on as <laughs> you walk in there and it's just really cool to see all that sort of stuff play out it, it feels yeah. um very atmospheric which is awesome have you had yeah. a chance at all to check it out? Uh, no. Well, I, I played it. Oh, well, I, I did enough to test out whether you could rent a fucking ball, and then I couldn't find it anyway. Uh, but that was <laughs> I, that wasn't actually playing it uh, mm. because I wanted to play it on PlayStation. Um, I've got it downloaded, and uh, yeah, it's. I'm going to start playing it this week. Um, right. Um, yeah. I didn't think it was that good, but it sounds fucking amazing. So, uh, I mean, yeah, if, I think it's the best feeling game at this yeah. stage. Like, it, it just feels really good to play. Um, yeah. Like, like the ball movement with the. I, I really like the changing the control stick to uh, dribble ball as opposed to being a shot stick on the on the right stick. Um, yeah, you just be, you're just able to do a lot more stuff. I feel like, um, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, there, there's um. A couple of small issues I was having, and I I think they might have fixed that at this stage, but it was not a good it wasn't a good start. I had like three games in a row that were just like breaking on me. Um, my my player character kept resetting. Um, like I would yeah. come back and my skin color was different, oh. my hair had changed, yeah. and I couldn't go in and set them back every time i did that it'd like erase my character and have a new face there and so i'd have to upload my scan again um they'd like download it from the cloud or whatever it was still stored yeah, i didn't have yeah. to actually scan my face again but it would it'd just find it right uh, that took a couple of days where every time i went in there it was just like your stuff is all changing I'm like yeah cool um and that meant like my name was different my dude right. was called Junior for most of that oh, yeah. start of that game. Yeah. Um, that was weird. I had one game where the HUD like broke on me. On the top right of the screen, you've usually got your player information. It'll show you like your score 
rebounds, assists. You basically like your breakdown of stats and it'll show your teammate grade. And then also uh, every time you do something right or wrong, it'll pop up on the screen and say exactly whether or not it's a positive thing or a negative thing. That broke at one stage when I used the team takeover and it kind of just froze. And I didn't realize it had frozen until I was like, I'm pretty sure I got more points than that. And then I saw that it wasn't moving at all. Like I was in the fourth quarter and I had like a, a, a like a C plus or something on my huh. team team grade. And then I That's realized, weird. oh, the little uh, the bar next to it that is like good shot is like constantly on the screen. And so that dis- didn't disappear. The game ended and it was still on the screen. Um, and then it, like it just freaked out and basically quit back to menu after that oh. game ended. Uh, and I had to replay that game again. I don't know what happened, but it was strange. Um, another game I had, my controller vibration and things weren't working properly. And also I couldn't see my stamina bar or the names of people under what the fuck? Like my teammates. So I couldn't see my stamina bar at all. It was like completely gone. And um, that was kind of difficult to play because you need that stamina bar to tell like when you're backing down a player in the post, you don't know if you're in the red or, yeah. or if you've still got a bit more like leeway to give. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit disappointing, but that seems, I don't know if they again fixed it in some of those patches they were dishing out, but I haven't seen any bugs like that since I, like the first like three games. These are all college games that I was, or high school yeah, games, I yeah. think they were. Um, when I, I was wonder if they're related it, to like network issues. Network issues? Yeah. There was some like, yesterday, yeah. but that was a PlayStation network issue. Right. That's like, the only time I've seen it. I, I wonder if like your character stuff at least sounds like it might yeah. might have been like a, a connection type dealio. Because I was having that like those problems when I was I first installed it yeah. on the Xbox. It was being a bit weird. But uh, I like yeah. I, if it was a connection issue, I feel like it's saving it like locally somewhere at least um should be yeah and it, it wasn't like it was completely disappearing it was more of a we're just changing your skin color and your hair is now curly um and then i could re-download it and it would say like once you actually finish it and then save it it seemed like it uploads it somewhere like it's going somewhere um but anyway like i haven't experienced any of those problems since since those first like two days I was playing, uh, it's been pretty pretty good since then. Uh, like I said, I think it's a solid, really solid basketball game this year, which I'm yeah. surprised about because generally, like a new gen game is uh, like it looks really pretty, but I don't know if you remember that that PlayStation Four version. Like it was light. There was not a lot of stuff going on in that one. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. talking about the, the PlayStation Four launch yeah. next gen. Like those two versions were extremely light on content. They looked amazing, but there wasn't a lot going on there. This is like there's more stuff in this version than there is in. I was expecting old gens, yeah, next gen version to be like garbage, Mm. but evidently not. Yeah, I think it plays really well. It's 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 awesome. Um, I don't know the intricacies of like what the community is thinking about certain features and that sort of thing. Like, I don't go that deep into it, but for like me, just playing a, my career and uh, playing some basketball games in there, like it feels really good, really good. So, uh, 
if you if you're gonna play NBA 2K, then I think next gen is the way to play this because um, you're gonna have an awesome experience on it. Yeah, it just looks it looks so good. Yeah, hmm. uh, like I, I'll pause like you pause the game, man, and just go into the camera mode and just fucking float around people and look at their yeah. faces. And you're like, holy shit! Like, yeah, look at this. <laughs> look at Steph Curry's face. <laughs> holy crap! That's maybe the one thing that is a little bit jarring at this stage is that you can tell the people that have had the whole face scan thing done and the ones that haven't, they absolutely like stick out. You can see them without a doubt. Um, Mm. Like some of the coaching staff is kind of like, Ooh, that's a bit, (laughs) it's a bit weird. And, and that, that is kind of happening a little bit with your character when you're playing against these other NBA players. Cause they've had the proper like full face scan thing. Like they've sat in the machine um, they've had all their tattoos done and that sort of thing, and you've got your camera phone taking a scan of your face, and it doesn't quite look the same as everybody else. So, um, that I mean, I guess we'll see next year what they do, but maybe it's time to fix up that uh, camera camera app a bit, <laughs> the NBA camera app. Um, hopefully, we'll see. Anyway, like yeah, it's that that is some fucking very old school shit. Mm. That is the worst. Um, yeah, that's that's NBA 2K21. Don't have really much negative to say about it, um, other than the, I mean, the the VC stuff is still horrendous, but yeah. that's never going to change. Basketball stuff is really good. Cool. All right, what else do we have here? Uh, Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla. Yes, uh, I've been playing a bit more of this. Um, Actually, I, I played a bit of Godfall, which isn't on the list, but uh, we won't go into it too much. Uh, I played for like half an hour, and it felt like the combat fell off. I'm coming from Demon Souls, and mm. uh, pl- I'd been playing Assassins. I got a code for Godfall, jumped into Godfall. I'm like, this like Assassins feels a little bit worse than Demon Souls. Not a lot, not a lot at all. It feels good, um, but this feels way worse than assassins and so i don't want to play it um i've got no interest so godfall not a not a fan of how it plays but i haven't given it much of a fucking chance i just didn't like it from the fucking outset it just felt like shit um anyway assassins yeah been playing more of this i oh my god i mean i think my my only fucking complaint about this game is that I find it difficult to go up and down shit. Like, I just find it's, like, unnecessarily sticky trying to climb up a ledge or go down. Actually, going down a ledge is probably the fucking toughest part. I usually have... Yeah, I usually have trouble going down. Yeah. Like, uh... Can I just... Because you can climb up anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's the... My options are to leap off this mountain... Or to like wrestle with the controls for fucking. I might just feed myself with fucking mouth. I'm just gonna fucking. I don't, I don't fuck anymore. I've had enough. Uh, see if I live on the landing. Yeah. And some sometimes you do, and that's the best way to get down from shit. But yeah, climbing down is a pain in the dick. Uh, but otherwise, man, I'm fucking in love with this game. Um, just like roaming about, like finding dumb fucking stories i have absolutely no interest in the main story 
like mm. zero interest in the main story. It almost yeah. feels like a waste to be trapped uh, to the confines of this main story when all I want to do is roam around and find new little stories. It's, yeah, that's such a good example of the difference. Like, like, like I think the meme about game writing being bad is you know it is a meme it is a bit of a thing um but it doesn't hold a lot of water uh when you compare like when you compare it to other like it's written like games are written to be movies but they have the length of fucking like entire novels like fantasy novels like mm. the sheer amounts of extra writing going on in here is staggering the amount of people writing these things you know a script is written by like one person but like and a book is written by oh a script might be written by i don't know some of the worst ones are written by six people but that's the thing right the more people writing a script generally the worse it gets you know suicide squad is a great example Right, but if you on the flip side, you know, a book, one person writes that, or if you're Tom Clancy, like three people write it. But, um, like it, it's more narrowly focused. But you find in games that sometimes there are elements that are fucking spectacularly written, and sometimes there are like parts that are just not. And that's yeah. there's it's pretty clearly defined in Assassins, in my opinion. The broader story is pretty much a generic sort of tale. Uh, yeah, it's the as they always are. Yeah, uh, but yeah, every all the other the literal the color fucking writing is phenomenal. And Did you find so the much. um the uh, the magic mushrooms side oh, quest? No, what? No, no, no. Okay, there's one of those. All right, excellent. Uh, that's but I love I love I love how like conversations about Assassin's Creed so often start with did you find (laughs) and it is like a fucking to-do list for me it's like oh I have to find it though like what was that one did you see the ones I talked about about last week uh no because I didn't write them down um what was the one Drew was talking about a fucking bard and a no a monk and a like priest and a someone or something I don't know I gotta find this whatever it is I gotta find this one like, yeah, what were the other ones you were talking about last week? I'll fucking make it last up. Last week was Axe Head and... Oh, um, yeah, Axe Head. I, I still haven't found Axe Head. The um, Bali Growers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so good, man. Like, the, it just... It works so well. And it's... Yeah. They're so well-contained. Uh, yeah. yeah. Was it you or Nate that was talking about the cats... Might that have been was me. Mate. That was me. You. Right. Chance and the rats. Yeah. That was like just yeah. Really good. Like because mm. it, it plays into an immediate sense of interactivity without necessarily uh like requiring button prompts and stuff. It's pure like uh, using the, the your knowledge of the systems to your advantage is fucking cool, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I I told you guys about this, but I um I had a look at the um 
chapter list in the game to see like how far along I was. I'd look, look at a walkthrough and yeah. was like, oh, okay. It was like 30 something chapters or maybe right, more. Yeah. And then yeah. I went into my game and had a look and I was on chapter four and I'm like, holy fuck, oh I'm like 20 hours <laughs> into this game. <laughs> and I'm chapter four. Right, I feel like I've done God. so much. Uh, and it's because I've been doing all this side stuff and like yep. walking around and uh, yeah. d- doing all that thing, which is yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, it's it's so so fun to play, just yeah. like roam around. They've they've absolutely nailed that world building aspect. I think yeah, like you said, there's some there's some mainline stuff in there that's pretty interesting, but it's the the, the goofy shit on the the surrounding it. It's like it's very much taken the um the witcher like that's what the witcher did it had yeah. like it tried to be serious on that main story but at least the main story was very compelling what it was trying to tell you it was well done and then you'd have these like weird wacky side quests and, um stuff that you kind of find out in the world and that's what really filled it in for you and engaged you like red dead exactly the same thing like yeah. such a seriously time yeah, story I would say and it's you'd more go like red dead than than witcher maybe because mm. it felt like the witches ones are, are a bit more like broader like they're more fleshed out they almost sure. feel like like proper quests whereas like in red zed you'd stumble across like a fucking cross burning or some shit and that's what this sort of feels like maybe a little right. less organic than it was in red zed but like yeah less maybe that, a, yeah. a middle middle area between those two you know cool. but it's it fucking nails it right it walks that line really well just cool it's very good right yeah um yeah i, I don't know if i'm gonna finish that game just because i'm like that's how big it is i'm definitely playing when it every you said that, it felt fucking overwhelmed like proper overwhelming <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh my god it's that's that's too big because <laughs> i'm like i'm at chapter four, like i'm still doing chapter three stuff here i'm 20 hours in this is nuts i, I haven't looked at where i'm up to but i'm loath to i'm worried uh yeah I don't. I doubt I'm at chapter four. But someone uh, sent. It might have been you that sent like the how long to beat the completionist oh, was saying, like 170 hours, oh and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> that is a lot. It's especially stressing because I don't want to like fucking find every flag or whatever it is you do in Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, but I the, do the floating notes, note papers. Oh, yeah, but I do want to find all of these goofy stories that's the problem yeah. right that's what makes it feel so daunting mm-hmm. uh but it doesn't feel like it it feels overwhelming in a different way to how assassin's creed games have traditionally felt overwhelming you know it feels overwhelming in wow that's a lot of actual content i want to take part in as opposed to wow there's too much shit on this minimap i don't know what yeah. i'm supposed to do here you know <laughs> uh it's it's good it's the best assassins i've played in fucking forever it is the yeah yeah did you bump the difficulty up because mate was talking 100 i started on hard (laughs) as soon as you're talking about it i'm like i started on hard and it already feels too easy uh in some fights have you done any of the um the asgard stuff like how far are you you um no i found i found a guy that i think is you're talking about those dudes right no, no uh, never mind 
Oh no, you're talking about like the fucking uh, Abstergo shit, right? Like where where it sort of splits you off into the different realm type thing. There's like a lady where you drink her drink uh, in no, it. I don't know. No. <laughs> I haven't done it. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. You, you'd know. You yeah. know what I was talking about, I feel like. Uh, I've been yeah. hardcore roaming around uh, the map not doing the main story. <laughs> uh, wow, and, man. yeah. Um, have you figured out a way to... I was just going to go look this up, the, um, the like, skill map. I don't know what you call it. Skill tree. I just want to know where stuff is. I'm kind of over that system at, at this yeah. point. Yeah. No, I haven't, but now you said it. I'm going to do it. Hmm. My new anyway. priority, number one. Yeah, haven't had as much time to play it as what I wanted to because there's. A, I, I I usually like to try and play other games so we can talk about on this show, so I'm not just talking about the same stuff every week. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, you know, at least maybe another week I can play this, uh, unless for some like if something drastic goes wrong and something amazing shows up. Yeah, something amazing shows up. We'll see. Um, <laughs> But otherwise, yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is really good. There was a patch that dropped today on the, the next-gen consoles, which um, adds in some performance modes. So you can play it on, like, 60 frames per second or, I guess, jack it up to uh, really high-resolution uh, frame rate. Sorry, high-resolution um, uh, visual fidelity. So, yeah, seems like there's yeah. lots of cool, cool stuff going on there. Anyway, excellent game. Absolutely excellent game. What else we got? Zero Latency Sydney. What is that? Zero Latency Sydney is a VR, a location-based VR, uh, I don't know, gaming area thing. This is the one out in Penrith, right? No. So uh, no, that's, that's different. Of? Zero Latency, they have one in Melbourne, right? That's oh, the one, you that's did the one we in went Melbourne. to. Um, right, yeah. Like fucking four years ago or some shit. Uh, this is they've they've got one in Sydney now, okay. uh, and uh, I went and checked it out. They're opening next Monday, um, but we went and got in a bit early. Uh, took my wife, uh, Nate's girlfriend, and Nate, and we all went and played some zero latency. Um, they've got three different VR games. It's uh, so we played the zombie. There's there's like an arena based zombie one. They've got a um, like a PvP one mm-hmm. and a uh, like an explorate uh, like a, a more uh, like structured um, co-op one and uh, yeah, you like basically fight against like a, a rogue AI in a spaceship. We didn't get to play this one because it's the longer one. And so we played, what we did was we played Undead Arena, which is the arena-based, or sorry, the horde mode-based zombie one. Uh, We played Soul Raiders, which is the PvP one. They've got Mm -hmm. like a couple of other ones coming as well, like Engineerium is like a exploration-based one. Uh, And they've got, I think they've got like the exclusive license on Far Cry VR. All right. like some uh, vast shit. Uh, but anyway, um, so we played Undead Arena, Soul Raiders, and this was like, apparently played for half an hour, and I was <clears> fucking, 
wrecked. They were like, oh, do you want to play Cindy Hilarity as well? That's about half an hour. You like that's about as much time you just set just spent. I'm like, I couldn't fucking do it. You'd fucking I'm not fit enough. I'm not fit enough for this shit. It's out of control. Uh the you just like there's a lot I think my wife had like has like a Fitbit, one of those Fitbits. And uh I think she like clocked up like six thousand steps in half an hour. Like you're fucking you're moving. You're not fucking there's no standing still. This is not fucking like tiny shit. This is giant warehouse space shit. Anyways, like hey, out near the fucking airport. Um and yeah, you you go out there, you uh chuck on the fucking backpack, chuck on the fucking headset, and uh and then Oh, your headphones and you go down in the arena. They take you through like a bit of a how to play and all that kind of shit. And then, yeah, that's about it. Um, it's good fun, man. I think they've done a really good job. Hmm. I think they've like, uh, the we were talking about it. And one of the things that, because uh, my wife's got a vision impairment. One of the things we were a bit worried about was whether or not she was actually being able to play, right? Because hmm. obviously VR is very vision uh, focused, uh, hinges on vision. Um, and yeah, we were a little bit worried she wasn't going to actually have a good time. She plays Beat Saber. Uh, she has a lot of fun with that. And um, But like she struggled with a couple of other VR games. And hmm. uh, one of the things I noticed was when the visual fidelity is low, uh, it's very difficult. It's much more difficult for her to enjoy herself in it. So Beat Saber has, you know, very, uh, you know, sharp lines and like distinctive art style and all that kind of stuff. And so she's able to get a lot out of it. Uh, zero latency. Yeah, they've got some fucking high quality equipment. And so you've got really good, uh, like every, everything's rendered really well, nicely and um so it works out really well and so she had a, a good time she had she liked the zombie one the co-op one a lot more um is that one because i don't know how much has changed since i checked it out but are you going from like levels to levels or is it purely like you said a horde mode where you're kind of just bonkering down uh you are like moving um in like around the one level and then you jump on an elevator and you go to the next level that's yeah that's as far as you go you don't like did you have to walk across a beam at some stage between no, two buildings no maybe you, t- you spoke about it but uh no right do not <laughs> yeah um I, that sounds like this is this is like uh you're in you're locked into a like a 80s style game show yeah uh and there's like an announcer uh, yeah, mine mine sounds like too many people fell over and they decided to remove that. Not worth it. Yeah. That being, <laughs> it's possible. Um, but yeah, we had yeah we had a lot of fun with that one. It was like you know you got headsets, mics, and like it was weird. I think you're aware at the start of uh, you know the idea that people are watching you play VR, which is might feel like I think it. It always feels a bit goofy because you've seen other people play VR and they always look like fucking dorks running around 
Oh my god, they're on your left! Oh, they're coming up! Oh, yeah, watch your back! Uh, all that kind of shit. And then, like, yeah, the, once that awareness fades and you sort of meld into... You, you sort of bleed into playing the game itself and, you know, the, I guess the VR concept of presence takes over. You do the exact same shit and you're like, Oh my god, they're on the left arm! They're coming in! Watch your back! All that kind of shit yourself. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it gets frantic and you're like, someone just like saved you from a zombie. Like you turn around and there's a zombie that just like fucking gets blacked just as it's getting to you. And you're like, someone saved you. And like, if it feels fucking cool, man, like it's rad. Like they did do such a good job. It's they've got ramps and an elevator and walking Mm -hmm. up a ramp is like, I, I think back to my time spent walking up a ramp and I still like my brain sort of wants to fucking fold in on itself because it's really hard because you aren't walking up a ramp, but you are moving up a ramp and it's very hard for your brain to process. Um, But yeah. Um, Yeah. Other than that, like it's it's fun, man. Like it's a good, good fucking session. And then uh, Soul Raiders PVP uh it's sort of like objective based uh so we paired off as couples uh me and my wife got we didn't i wouldn't say we got destroyed uh it was very very close um we lost though uh so we had it's three rounds each round is on a different map and the first round there's like a ball in the center and you shoot the ball to push it into the other team's goal. Mm-hmm. And also you shoot the other players so that they can not shoot the ball into your goal. Uh, that one's fine. I think the the level itself was a bit cramped. Uh, and so it like wound up being one of these situations where you could very easily get back to, like when you die in that one, um, you had to walk back to like a respawn point uh but the respawn point was kind of very close to the goal itself and so when you died you could walk back to the respawn and just start fucking shooting the ball to stop it from going into your goal and that i felt wasn't designed particularly well uh the second level is uh, like a lot better uh it's got like these data points that you have to get to and you shoot them to capture them but like it's it's like a it's not a hall of mirrors, but it's made up like it's like a hall of doors. Like mm-hmm. there's a billion of these fucking doors that you have to go through and you like shoot the door to open it and you can sort of see through the other side of the door. Uh, and so like you shoot the door and then if you know they're on the other side, you start shooting immediately. And if you don't, like you you sort of scan the next area and it's like, yeah, it's like going from like one phone booth to another phone booth like imagine like a room that's built of like fucking uh 80 phone booths and you like open each of these doors each time and like you make your way through and like as you go through the doors close behind you and yeah you're fucking walking through carefully trying to work out how to get to the fucking um the objective to shoot it and then uh yeah you're also trying to keep an eye out for other people uh your enemy and you can only make them out based on the you know the the orange hue of them being a bunch of doors away and you open a door and 
that's not the door. And then you go through the next one. That's not the door. My wife, uh, <laughs> like, destroyed on this, this map. She had the highest fuck KD ratio uh, of of uh, anyone on this map. She got, like, a bunch of double kills. She was fucking... She's a sneak. Um, but she had shit all the time on the objective. Uh, so, you know, fuck off back to Call of Duty. Um then the third one uh was you took these like gondolas out to the out to the main location and you would uh then shoot the ball into the into the objective but the trick with this one was there was like a sniper tower fucking mm. nate found the fucking sniper tower and uh he was fucking he was blapping us from fucking ages away it was very confusing the although we would have we so uh we won this round so it was three we we lost two to one and uh the second one we lost on a tiebreaker of uh they have one more kill than us uh which was gutting a gutting way to lose but um yeah we would have we would have fucking belted even more on on this third one uh except for so there's like a punishment mechanic when you if you go into a wall you take damage until you die and it's very fucking quick you take mm -hmm. a lot of damage very quickly uh, it's to stop you from just sort of you know wandering through you know clipping through walls, walls and shit. Yeah. um but my problem was when nate was fucking nate started sniping the shit out of me i uh i lent into the wall and died uh because and for but from my perspective i wasn't in the wall right like i was I was literally just sort of flush with it. And uh, yeah, so that, that wasn't good. And if I didn't stand flush with it, he had f like three shots with uh, free shots on me. Like he had, he, it was a very easy for him to fucking shoot me. And so I found that one was perhaps like, could use uh They were saying, well, I never went up the fucking elevator to the sniper spot, but he was saying that he could actually see into our spawn point and shoot. <laughs> he was shooting my wife before she got onto the gondola um, so like he could literally spawn campus from that spot i think that one needs a little bit of work but uh other, like other than like it's pretty pretty minor shit it, like overall though it was a fucking it was really well done hmm. um and it worked out really well uh it's a yeah i i honestly think location-based vr stuff is like has a lot of potential i think 2020 is a spectacularly poor year for looking into it because location-based anything uh is not what people want right now no but i mean that that sort of stuff is okay because you're it's not like you're going into a room with tons of people you, you kind yeah. of and it's a large space it's a large space and you're not You'd think that they're taking group bookings, right? Not, yeah, randoms like the it's people. The size of like a Dendi cinema, but yeah. there's only like theoretically six of you in there. There's the four people playing plus two, like workers who look after you. So yeah, the risk is very low. Yeah, uh, I but mean, it's probably more risk than me going to the fucking supermarket than yeah, true something like that. Um, but yeah, like. They, they've done such a fucking good job with that shit and yeah like you know every, every, like 
they walked us through it really well. I don't think they, I, I, I have no idea really what they thought I was or not. Uh, but I don't think they knew I was media. So I don't think I got special media treatment. Um, I think they just thought I was some dude who walked in and didn't pay. I, I don't know. I was very confused as to how they thought I'd come in to it. But anyway, how, how did you, did someone hit you up? What did someone yeah, hit yeah. Up? So I was, it was organized. I, I organized it by um, PR people. They hit me up to, to go check it right. out early. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I definitely recommend it if you're up for like a very different, uh, experience. Um, I've no idea. I think, yeah, I don't know how much it costs. It's probably a bit more expensive than an escape room, but it's certainly a, a very different experience. I would say it's probably a better bonding experience than an escape room based on my experiences in escape rooms. <laughs> mm -hmm. I am way more frustrated with people who fucking can't find a key than I do with people who can't shoot. I don't give a fuck. I'm used to playing with motherfuckers. I don't know, I've shoot. heard Nate's pretty bad at shooting in VR games. So. <laughs> Nate actually topped our... Uh, <laughs> topped the... He got in, in the fucking zombie one. He was top of the table. He died three times and he was still top of the table. Dude was a fucking blapping machine. He found like one location where he just fucking murdered everything nonstop. Mm. It was like the perfect spot. Uh, and I was like wandering around exploring this fucking arena. And he's like, bang, 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 nonstop fucking headshots. It was, uh, it was very well done. Right. But uh, yeah, it was good. And I like, I liked my favorite thing, uh, was I hopefully they, they said that they would send me video footage of us playing. I hope they do. Uh, and I hope it keeps my, uh, voice comps, but, uh, yeah, I, um, my favorite thing was occasionally I could hear my own voice through other people's mics. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was yelling a bit. I may have been yelling. Somewhere. It's like this podcast. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hang on. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely worth checking out. If it's near the airport, which I think is a bit of a weird location for it, but uh, I mean, it's not that hard to get to. No. Yeah. No. It's and they've got like they don't have parking on site, but they got like a deal with the parking garage next door, parking mm -hmm. car hole next door, uh, so you can get that pretty cheap. So cool. Yeah. Well, it sounds pretty good. Awesome. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, um, I think, yeah, it's open from I think they said the first of December, which I think is next, next week, Wednesday, next Tuesday. Yeah, next year. See you next Tuesday. That's what they said. That's what they um, said. All right, there, there's one more game here that you didn't put down, but you reminded me of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Oh, okay. Yep. Sure. You've been playing uh, yep. this. I've, I have been playing this, sort of. <laughs> um, look, here's the thing, right? Last week, I was certain that you were going to be wrong. Okay? And this week, I'm not that certain that you were wrong. Because <laughs> it, it has been pretty fucking generic so far. I like walking around the fucking, you know, the, the house, uh, the, the safe house, and that kind of sure. shit. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, yeah, I got to the end. I've only gotten to the end of the Vietnam mission. 
and that was pretty I felt I very much felt like I'd played that before. Mm-hmm. Like really, really felt like I'd played that one before. Um I had a strong feeling that I'd done all of this stuff before. Um but then see the problem is I I I've stopped playing because at the end of every fucking level, the game crashes. Right. And uh I like it like won't work for me and it tells me i have to prepare like uh perform a repair and scan which takes like half an hour and so it it really kills my fucking momentum i'll be like ah yep okay well that level is generic as shit uh but i'm sure the next one will be better but i don't get to fucking check it out because it's crashed and yeah um that sucks so, right yeah so you're doing the um the one where you're in the helicopter right and you're flying around and yeah and yeah you go land and that sort of thing okay yeah i know where you are yeah um, which i didn't hate i just yeah it just felt like something i'd done before a dozen times which mm. yeah like i guess you've gotta you gotta have that stuff right but mm, i don't know it's, it's just a bit dull. You know, you could have mixed it up a bit more. There was definitely a, like a Vietnam mission in maybe not Black Ops 4, maybe Black Ops 3 that felt like the you were on the ground version of exactly this shit. I'm just like, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hmm. Anyway. I mean, it sounds like you're halfway or something, right? I'm trying to think. How far? Halfway? Are you kidding? Oh, no, no. You did the v- the Vietnam one. So that's like the fourth, yeah. fourth mission. You're nearly halfway. You're fucking kidding. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you it's were right. Because I haven't seen it. Like, if it doesn't pick up real fucking soon. Good Lord. Yeah. Um. I think you've done like the stealth missions, right? There's there's like one or two stealth missions before that. There's the um, the uh, have you done the Fast and Furious chasing down the big the big plane in the cars? Have yep. you done it yet? Have you done uh, okay. big plane? Yeah, yeah. Stealth yeah. mission. Um, isn't there a stealth? There's a stealth mission where you're, or oh, maybe no, that's later on. I'm just looking at the mission list now. You're not there yet. Right. Uh, okay. It's like one or two more missions in. They're not like some of them just aren't long missions and they're sort of joined to each other. Um, right. Okay. Like I said last week, it's not that long. It's probably like four and a half hours. Yeah. Right. Five hours in total. Um, but you're going to have to stick it in there if you want to see those last couple of missions, the good ones. <laughs> All righty. Well, yeah, I'll keep power, powering through, I guess. Yep. Anyway. Cool. Um, you haven't played any more zombies or anything like that, then? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I played some fucking Warzone with Nate. We had some fucking right. killer games, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like I want to play zombies with four people, not fucking, not three or two. And yeah. Well, hey, I've got another. Right, I got time now. I'm finished all my finished all my work at this stage. Yahoo! For this stage, yeah. Um, unless something interesting, like what? Else? What else? I don't is know. Interesting is there anything that's coming out this year? 
What else, indeed, Luke? What a good question. What else is interesting that is coming out this year that is not that far away anymore? What could... Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so, that's the games we've been playing. I'm going to play some Monster Train. Continue yep. to play fucking Valhalla until something more interesting comes along. Uh, and check out some NBA. And if I can ever work it out, I'll play FIFA 21. If I can cool. ever fucking work it out, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to need someone to fucking hold my hand through this shit. I was on another podcast earlier this week. The uh, right. it's called Video Game Small Talk, um, and I was talking about so yeah, it's with uh, James Swinbanks, Hope Corrigan, and then I was guest uh, along with Alex Walker from Kotaku and uh, Matt Sainsbury from Digitally Downloaded, and. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah. I had, like, loads of trouble working out how to power the fucking PlayStation off. I couldn't work it out. This is not the same. And I got the feeling like I was being, like, shit-talked. So Matt from Digitally Downloaded was like, well, you know, I've played um, console games before, so I actually knew how to turn off my uh, my PlayStation. I didn't have any problem with that. You know, I, I you know... I'm not new to consoles, so I just sort of like tried things out. I'm like, am I being shit talked here? But truth is, uh, if Matt listens to this, if you could fucking show me how to download FIFA 21, I fucking welcome the uh, the help because <laughs> I have no idea, man. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Um, I'm out. I'm I'm just out of my league. Well, I've, I've because on so on the old PlayStation, you would like press. You'd like hold the PlayStation button down and it'd bring up the exactly. menu. Exactly. Yeah, not go, tap it. Right? Now you tap it and then you yeah. gotta press like down to go down, down and, you and go, then go left. right. Yeah. No, you go oh. left. Left is faster. Oh, I you, know, you, you go, go all left. the way to right. There you go. Is, I, oh. I was always going right. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got to yeah. hit the power button and then it like brings up another menu. It's like right. way more steps. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's kick off with some news. Not a lot here, but we'll get through what we've got. Uh, first one on the list is IO Interactive, the makers of the Hitman series, are working on a new 007 game. Uh, this seems like the perfect marrying Fuck. of two franchise, yeah. two two creatives. Um, what an awesome teaser trailer as well. Yeah. Right? Great teaser trailer. It, it's basically like a... Um, uh, inside the barrel of a gun, you're hearing like crunching of footsteps, uh, maybe on snow or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then you hear like the the re- the tones of that James Bond theme very slowly yeah. start to kick in. That slow uh, swell. Yeah, and yeah. Then... Um, like that one note sort of thing just yeah. <laughs> lingers for a bit too long, and then you're like, "Is that is that James Bond? Is this 007? What's happening? Yeah, um, I don't know. Are you excited? We haven't had a good James Bond game in a while. I am excited. Uh, well, I mean, it might I, not even be James Bond, but it's one of those things where, like, in my heart, I'm like, "Don't get excited! <laughs> don't get excited, idiot!" <laughs> there's, there's so much room for this to be shit. Uh, but I mean, the, the other thing you've got to think about as well. Um, this might be a different team working on it, right? Because we know the Hitman team uh, is is still working on Hitman 3. That's maybe 
as, as much as we know it's yep. like two months away yep. um or is this like them teasing something that is uh like still a ways off yeah ages away so yeah it's a good question i don't know um but yeah i don't know i uh i'm excited nonetheless like i'm trying not to be but i'm very excited because I like, I mean, I think they, they know what they're doing. Right. And just imagining a fucking James Bond game with, with the hitman mechanics, fucking hell. It'd be so cool. I think like you wouldn't, you wouldn't do disguises and stuff as much, hmm. but they could do some super interesting shit with all their AI and their, or just world building and all that kind of stuff. Like, right. That, Is it a third person games. game? Yeah. I think it has to be. You think? Okay. You reckon? You reckon it's first person? I don't People know. People lose their fucking minds. I don't. I don't think they make. I don't think they make. Like I think everything they do works so well in that third person point of view. Yeah. You know, I think it'd almost be a waste to do it in first person. But at the same time, you know, the sneaking stuff. I think it'd be so much harder in, in first. On the other hand. Is 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 Double O Seven a sneaking game though, or is it more of an action shooter game? Right, with like a spy element, like a uh, no one lives forever or something like that. Like a Black Ops Cold War. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's a that's a great question. Uh, fuck, how good would how good would it be if it was like no one lives forever? That'd be fucking amazing. That'd be out of control. See now mm. my hype my hype is just it's getting out of control. Yeah. Like it comes spinning. out, it's like a, it's a MOBA. It's rocketing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. It's uh, a battle well, royale game. What were those games? Who is the last the last one alive? You are now 007. <laughs> <laughs> or like James Bond Go and it's a mobile game. Fuck, people would lose their shit. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, moving on. I'm sure it's going to be a while before we hear more about that. Um, we got uh, news about Cyberpunk 2077. Some physical copies have started to leak out. I mean, we, we speculated on this when the uh, delay happened, right? Talk, talking about can they delay this game again? Or is, yeah. it, is it at the stage now where there's already physical copies out there and they're probably at a point where uh, they can't, really delay it because they'll they'll get out in the wild and that seems to be happening we're, we're seeing uh photos and videos starting appearing online at this stage um for the for this game and uh i guess you've got to put your spoiler protectors on going forward i don't know if, like it's it, it i don't think this is as bad as what happened with like the last of us right because yeah that's a that's a game that's set with an existing it's an existing property you know about those characters in that world and um you 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 sort of looking you connected to those those people yeah. or the things that are happening in that game whereas this game no one really knows anything about it that could be even more detrimental i guess i mean we know yeah, one character is in it right keanu reeves is a, is a character um and that's yeah. where the spoilers could come from uh for that sort of thing so i guess people yeah. just have to be wary that uh even though we are three weeks out from that thing, two and a half weeks, two and a half weeks, two and a, two weeks. Holy shit! Um, 
yeah, there's there's stuff that could still happen. Yeah. Um. Anyway, did you get a chance to watch any of these behind the scene videos they're doing? The latest. No, I've got, I've got into blackout mode uh, where I don't want to see uh, any of the stuff that they're doing anymore. Uh, I briefly watched a tiny bit of a PlayStation one just to see if they were going to do a difference, like any kind of difference between PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. But mm -hmm. the PlayStation 5 video was backwards compatibility mode of the PlayStation 4 version. Yeah, so there's can't. a decent chance that they haven't worked out how to fucking download the PlayStation 5 game on their PlayStation 5s. <laughs> That's what my theory is. They can't work out how to do it. There is yeah. better than me. Uh, but yeah. Right. They they did do a... Um, inside the, the Night City Wire live stream that they, they've they been doing, there was a behind the scenes with Keanu. Um, oh, yeah. You can watch that. There's no, there's no spoiler stuff in there. It's a lot of him in... A, a booth doing voice acting and talking about choices players can make and um him in a mocap suit and that sort of thing i didn't realize he was going to be doing mocap and that sort of thing yeah wow well. i i guess what i'm interested to see is uh for me it's like how much is he in this game they've talked about him being like the most or second most amount of lines in this game and like how yeah. much is he actually going to be in it um but but seeing like the behind the scenes things with him being like hold like holding guns and doing weird you know commando roles and shit like that and that's right. the thing it's like all right yeah he's done some cool. work in there or was Sweet. it him doing that for a day and the rest of it was him in a phone booth somewhere like that's sort of what yeah. i want to see yeah. um anyway cyberpunk is hopefully not too far away um so yeah just be wary that there are spoilers that could be starting to come out because people are dickheads uh, moving on, we got Watch Dogs Legion. The online mode for that has been delayed until next year. So this was news out of this morning. The um, Originally, there was going to be an update to to push out the co-op mode in that, the invasion yeah. mode, and the um, there was going to be like a battle bot arena with those spider bots, bots as well. Right. That's, all been, yeah. that's all been shifted to next year. Uh, no date nice. at this stage. Uh, Ubisoft is talking about working on the single player. And getting that up to scratch at this point, which <clears throat> I don't know. How do you feel about this? Because uh, I, I, I kind of already felt that having the co-op and the invasion mode not at launch was already sort of like a big mistake because that is sort of a big pillar of that franchise. I, at least that's why I think. Draw card for me, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way, yeah. So from that perspective, delaying it more doesn't really matter to me, I think. I mean, it's already not there. What does it matter if I wait a little bit longer, especially if, like, I think it would have been worse for them to force that out only for it to still, like, the games to still run like garbage, you know? Because uh, that it shits its pants sometimes uh, on the Series X. Um, so... Yeah, I think it's better for them to delay it, fix that shit before they, yeah, shove this shit out because oh, that's only going to make it even tougher. And I'd hate to die to an invasion because my game was shitting its pants. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This feels like a big missed opportunity. This game probably should have just been delayed. All flat out, one hundred percent. Like yeah. especially. 
especially with uh, Valhalla coming out and being so good. You know, like, I don't know why they needed to have two AAA games out on the same fucking mm. week, two-week the, period. The only thing I could think of when we talked about this during the review was that they just knew. They knew this was going to flop, and so yeah. they just put it out. Why put yeah. more money into it if it's not going to mm-hmm. get anywhere? The, the game was already delayed yeah. at this stage. Uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate because that... that I was really looking forward to playing that um, invasion stuff next month, and that's not happening anymore. So, big bummer. Um, and like at this stage, I don't know if I'll jump back into it in December. Sorry, uh, next year because next year. Um, I might might be too far away. I don't know. Like, do I keep that game installed just so I can? Yeah. <laughs> just so I can see it at that point. At least if it was going to be a week or two from now. Um, there's some you know ability for me to jump in and just see it but yeah. yeah anyway next up we have red dead redemption 2 online or i guess they just call it red dead red dead online at this stage yeah. um is getting a standalone version which will be releasing next week and it's going for super cheap it's it's i don't know what the conversion is in australian but it's 4.99 in the us so i'm guessing like what seven or eight dollars in australia at this stage right. um so this includes just the online component. Uh, I guess it's a good move, but at the same time, why why don't you have Red Dead? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what is your reasoning behind you, that? What are you doing? Get Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, get it. Uh, it'll be six ninety five, apparently. Okay, which is seventy five percent off the regular. Right until f- um, February fifteenth, and has the I, I, option to unlock. Red Dead Redemption 2 story mode. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's cool that they're splitting it up. That, that yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, I'm definitely keen to jump in at some stage and have a look at that. I've still got it installed. Um, uh, they they update that game a lot. I get a lot of press releases about it. And uh, they, they talk about how there's like updates to the bounty system and there's like legendary yeah. bounties you can go go after. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm keen to to jump in there and see what's going on alone because uh, the last time I had a look, it was during the like beta, I think, at that stage on the PlayStation. Um, anyway, that's available next week, really cheap. But there's a lot of sales on right now. If you have not played Red Dead Redemption Two, definitely check that out because it's one of the so, I'd say yeah, the best experiences on last gen. Yeah. Yep, that's the news. That's, That's the all news. Beautiful. Um, any questions for this week? We do have questions. Awesome. Let's have a squeeze. All right. Uh, is, no, that's... Okay. Johnny Bravo writes, Hey, gents, how long until Job struggles with the combat of Cyberpunk 2077? So releases a video recommending everyone play it on easy. This is... This is very droll, Johnny Bravo. Very droll. Um, uh, that said, uh, before I went on my fucking blackout, uh, I did. Uh, I was talking to some fellow game journos who um, IGN got to play like sixteen hours of it. Mm, uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch or read any of the coverage, but I was talking to some people from IGN 
who had. And they were saying that apparently the combat is like the weakest, yeah, the weakest part of the game at the moment. <laughs> uh, That's what we've is, heard from for a while now, right? That yeah. seems to be. Wasn't wasn't uh, Matthews saying that as well? Adam Matthews was. Yeah, was right. About it. Um, yeah, I vaguely remember that. Like, I, way, I do recall that a lot of the previews back in, like I think it was March this year, like just up. It might have been later than that. Um, yeah, that the combat is is sort of the weakest part, but you know, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how that affects it. Yeah. Um, so maybe I will, JB. Maybe I will wind up doing that. Uh, is this? I wonder if this was prompted by Dangus. Dangus made a comment on my uh, my video about playing The Witcher on easy, about how I was soft. But it was so obviously Dangus because he made a reference to Jack in it that I didn't even need to look at the fucking username <laughs> to realize. Uh, um, I wonder if this was prompted by that. Uh Good air quotes question, JB. Very droll. Uh, Heathy writes, do you not think that that was some of his best, oh, best advice ever? Helping you enjoy the game and story more rather than worrying about the clunky-ish combat system. I know I love the shit out of that game and I feel like I started on easy before he put that article up, but um, do, uh, can... Do you think CDPR should increase the difficulty so that normal is the new easy, so that delicate types don't get upset about enjoying a game more on easy? Oh, the old switch. The, switcheroo. the old switcheroo. Um, yeah, they could just make the combat pedal, couldn't they? Hmm. You know, like, why, why don't they just do that? That'd be easier than... Oh, I guess relabeling it as easy would probably... Or relabeling easy as normal would probably be easier than... The reverse than than actually making changes to the game, so that's not a bad idea. Luke, any thoughts? Um. So you mean like let, let, let's let's make hard mode normal? Let's do that. That's what the plan is. Just trick everybody. Uh, I think easy mode. Make easy mode normal so that people right. don't realize. Then don't have an easy mode, yeah. and then just bump the difficulty all the way up and then have like some crazy ultra nightmare mode that has like, I don't know, fucking Iron Man built in or some shit. As your I don't know. Hardest mode. No? Right. No, because then I then I get upset because I'm like the game's too easy. Too easy, yeah. Like Assassin's Creed. That's <laughs> like, true. That's just too easy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh all right. Heathy continues to write. He's he's struck this through for some reason. Actually, come to think of it, I might have started on normal and moved on, moved on his advice while he was composing the article. Uh, and then he, oh, he repeats that, but adds a question mark, mm. uh, which I guess is to get around to circumvent uh, our question requirement <laughs> in the questions channel, which. Uh, Good stuff. I don't understand how that is. It seems rhetorical for a question, but uh, I do think that yes, uh, I told him to put it on ease mode uh, while I was putting together the piece itself, if mm -hmm. I recall correctly, because I was I was like 
championing the cause to everyone who'd fucking listened back then. Just put it on easy. Just put it on easy. No, you yeah. would listen. I don't. Did we get that early? I don't even remember at this stage anymore. Um, I feel like we did. I, it, I, it wasn't early, early. I think it was like a couple of days. It wasn't early enough. I do remember that. Mm. But I feel like it, it might have because I think is. I played that on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. I think Code came in on console first. Oh, it definitely did. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like I played it on Xbox. Anyway, cool. Good stories. Good questions. <laughs> and that is Especially the podcast for this week. Props. It's the podcast. You love stuff. it. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows, or Spotify, YouTube, Podchaser. I, I, I found us on uh, yeah Amazon. We're on Audible and Amazon Music. Yes, finally. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anyway, or pretty much anyway, you can find us um, under the Gap or the GA Podcast. Please rate and review the show. If you have a moment, helps other people find us. Uh, if you would like to send us questions, you can email us the ga podcast at gmail.com or you can go to our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord uh, you can leave us a question on there or just jump in and chit chat about anything i think it looks like people are still trying to find graphics cards at this stage um yep. same sort of things going on with the amd stuff that released this even week. even lower stock with amd yeah. right is what i'm seeing from people with hmm knowledge which is just fucked honestly but yeah bonkers uh you can find us on social media facebook.com slash the ga podcast twitter.com slash the ga podcast you can find us on youtube the podcast.com slash youtube you can watch this video of the podcast on the internet right now um probably not right now because this podcast goes up first then the video goes up later but you can watch us on there now last week i put up some assassin's creed footage um that was pretty much all that went with it this week i don't think i've got anything really to chuck in there so uh right it'll just be us talking forever might be if i get video of zero latency i could send okay it over. yeah yeah i could do that right. cool um and uh you can also uh find our website thegapodcast.com it's got links to all those things we talked about uh if you're not sure what they were you can go there everything's up there you can go uh check out past episodes you can go read uh, Job's Xbox versus PlayStation 5 review feature thing that he did. Um, there's a bunch of things on there you can go check out. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help support this show and the website to keep things rolling. You can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, get the podcast early. Um, so thank you to everyone that does that every week. We greatly You're appreciate the best. your support. We love Anything you. Anything when like you ask to- hurtful questions like JB did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything you'd like to spruik out for this week? Um, that IGN thing that I was talking about last week, I think is actually going out this week. So go check that out. Yeah. <laughs> this week. Okay. Uh, you can find me. Um, if you'd like to send me hate messages, you can go to twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-A. Um, if you listen to this show, you'll probably actually get through. It's the people that, that don't listen and who are like... <laughs> <laughs> don't don't talk to anybody they're the yeah. ones that end up in the twitter void um true. but anyway you can find me on there um and that is the show uh i don't know what we'll be on next week 
um, I'll hopefully be able to play some more Valhalla. Um, maybe we can get get into some some Black Ops zombies finally. Keen to do a bit of that. Hopefully some Shadowlands because um, I want to get a chance to play a bit more of that. But yeah, it, it'll be things are slowly they've ramped up. There's a lot of things going on, and now we're in a little bit of a void for a couple of weeks. It feels like, but um, gearing up towards the end of the year, maybe start thinking about like. What are your favorite games this year? Let us know. Send us yeah. some messages. Um, we might need your help, us- listeners. We might need your help this year because there haven't, that hasn't been a lot. So if there's anything you think we've missed, uh, mm. and there's definitely stuff I'm sure we've missed, uh, let us know and we'll see if we can get it in there before the fucking end of your yeah. podcast. Anything that we should check out. Um, yeah. Or if you've got something that... Uh, uh, that you think is is worthy, put like a little tag on it. Says like game of the year, and maybe we can read it out on the game of the yeah, year. Yeah, cool. people's um, nice. people's thoughts. Anyway, that is it. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.